<laughs> people just have to deal with it. Hello, what? everybody, and welcome to the Ramblecast <laughs> with Jack and Nick in Boston. Hey, yeah. that's Notice first... who's missing? Not Jay. That's a fr- no Jay Simpson. That's no fr- Jay. That's the first time I've been first in anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah, with I Jack. Mean, wow. Wow. I just, I, I find that you... hard to believe, Jack. <laughs> You're throwing people off there. I don't know. <laughs> well, this is the Ramblecast, and we're minus Jay. But uh, go. Ahead. We've been talking for about a half hour before we started recording. So, and we finally realized we should just hit record. We should, we should hit record. Go on there. Go from there. Let's just go. 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 So how's it going, everybody? How's your week? Um, pretty amazing. It's good. Yeah. I've been pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty relaxed aside from the stress from Game of Thrones. So, okay. is Jack a full-blown pothead now, or? Yeah, Mintos, uh, Mintos. You know, I've I've gone three days without it, but like today the pain is just like, it's it's in my leg now, and I I think there's something wrong. I I want to say there's something wrong with my leg and not my back. What happens if you get a random drug test at work? Uh, well, it's, my, my <laughs> wife is the boss, so she. Knows I know. I, she, <laughs> I'm just saying. She already knows. Like, What's well, funny because I, I do it on the step of my garage before you mm-hmm. come into the house, and my wife walked out one time. She goes, "Oh my god!" I go, "Yeah, it's pretty bad out here, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> man our neighborhood smells like mentos yeah. she goes, open up the door i go well do we want our neighbor well our neighbors i think sell it so i don't <laughs> know. at one point I, I i go god they have like a hundred different cars coming to their house every day but i don't judge i don't judge i think i think it should be legal but no I, i'm not i'm not a pothead no yet mm-hmm. <laughs> at least i know who jan and dean is <laughs> did, did you do you know who jan and dean is chris i knew who they were before you sent that video over to okay. me uh, all right okay all right because nick said you wouldn't no i definitely do right. yeah they, i mean I, I i grew up listening to you know that that 60s pop like i mean go, don't forget my first ever concert i've ever went to Six, was 60s we, would you say pop or pop pop, pop well yes okay. um my, my first concert i ever went to was the beach boys there you go oh, cool yeah um as a kid it was pre-uncle jesse i, uh, I actually one of the i've seen the beach boys twice and once was with uncle jesse oh nice drummer yeah yeah, it was a, the 80s, he, yeah. He, he's a drummer that can swim oh well, well, wait wait too soon what too soon <laughs> it's only been 37 years come on that's brutal <laughs> well, 34 <laughs> years that was brutal <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I knew who Jan Dean were before you sent over that video. I, I, again, that, that was it was my first concert experience. Uh, I will say though that the topic of discussion as we've started talking about the Beach Boys as of recently um, has gotten me listening to the Beach Boys so much, Jack. So I sent mm-hmm. you guys uh, mm-hmm. all a link to there's a, there's a various links to YouTube uh, videos where people have isolated the vocals of Beach Boys music. Um, and man, it is an absolute treat to listen to those guys. Um, oh, they're 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 amazing, absolutely amazing. So in uh, in my place of work, uh, we have this really nice speaker that you can uh, you can purchase, but it's a it's like a three thousand watt Bluetooth speaker that is completely lossless, and it's like the most beautiful sounding speaker you've ever heard in your life. And before I opened up today, I pulled that up on YouTube, and I was blasting it in the empty store and it was amazing like i felt like i was in the recording studio with them and people are walking by like snapping their fingers listening to uh 
Um, because it's, 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 it would, it's, wouldn't it's, be nice. The song because it, it's timeless. <clears throat> the music's timeless. It really, really is. Like, yeah. but man, the, the days before Auto Tune um, made the music industry, I, I, it's like it's amazing how talented it and how well they were able to to uh, harmonize and just like their voices were incredible. What brought it up was. was was I was my wife was listening to she has her Alexa downstairs and she goes she has this iHeartRadio's Beatles station it's Beatles and Friends yeah and, and they never play any Beatles songs and they kept playing the Beach Boys and so I I I go I think I tweeted I go why why aren't the Beach Boys why don't they have their own radio station on Sirius Radio yeah, they, I mean they don't they just get a bad rap the thing is is that you know. Yeah. Uh, and some of it's warranted and some of it's really unjust because like I know so many people, if I say the beach boys, they want to laugh at you like the beach boys. That's like that early sixties, just surf music. And they don't, they don't get that There's different phases of the beach boys. And, and really some of the like pet sounds is the greatest album ever made. And people are like, what's pet sounds. I'm like, we well, you know a couple songs off of it, but that's probably it. And you know, wouldn't it be nice. It's one of them. God only knows. Sloop John wouldn't B. That be nice? um, but it's, pet it's, sounds is an amazing album. It, Absolutely and, amazing. And the more you listen to it, the better it gets just because you start listening to just past the, the lyrics or the melody. You start listening to all the different instruments that are playing on it and what it's doing to you. Because like the best example is um, Don't Talk, Put Your Head on My Shoulder, I think, of that record. And the fact that you listen to what the music is doing and it's kind of resembling this heartbeat. And then like you can picture, uh, you know, putting your head on a, your girlfriend's shoulder or her putting her head on your on your chest and like listening to your heartbeat and then just hearing him going listen to my heartbeat. And like it's just you can just feel this longing and this breaking and it's just like oh my god it just drives home and it's just it's great i love brian wilson's insanity man like he is he's insane but also at the same time one of the most talented musicians well, he's, a genius. he's a genius yeah that's the thing he's one of those people who's just so smart um, but he's crazy at the same time. Yeah, well, they had a rough well, upbringing too. Well, he, well, he was oh, pushed, very rough. Have you ever seen the the moot the uh, was a miniseries about the mm-hmm. Beach Boys? The dad was pretty uh, pushing. Oh, he hard. beat him. Well, yeah, he beat him because he was so he was like I think his other dad was probably a little bit of a genius too. But he was frustrated mm-hmm. in the fact that no one ever took him seriously, and he never made it on his own. So he pushed his kids to to be him, and and sometimes kids need that. But you know, like. He pushed him too far. I mean, he smacked yeah. him in the head. He beat him. You know, I mean, then then look what he did to them later in we, life, and the fact we, that they just, pushed him. Just, to... You know, we just called that the '60s. I don't know what. The, <laughs> but, did, but didn't he cause? Didn't he cause um, his father cause him to go deaf in one year? Yeah, he hit him. He hit him on the side of the like head. I think with, with, with a two by four. Yeah, and it caused him to go deaf in one ear. And then I mean, think about even later because you know they they he was their manager. He wanted to be, control everything about their music mm-hmm. and. And then eventually they fired him because he was just too controlling. And then he never forgot that it broke his heart. And that's why he got his revenge on them later right. when he sold their entire catalog for nothing. Exactly. And, uh, you know, also they, they got to hang out with Charles Manson. <laughs> that was Dennis. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to go there again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Like what, uh, so what, what are you just listening to the tracks, uh, uh, Chris, or are you listening to whole albums or what? Uh, I, I can't say I've, like, I've had them on my playlist, you know, mm-hmm. recently I haven't, you know, I mean, I listen to them on the beach, right. You think about the, you know, the beach music so when I was on vacation clearly. Um, but I've always been, I've been a passive fan for a, quite a long time. And I don't think I ever actually really appreciated why, 
I was a, a passive fan. So I, 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 I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I've been listening to them. I've been admiring them for years. I haven't. I absolutely haven't. You know, I, I grew up listening to them. It was just part of what we listened to. You know, that was just I didn't question it. It just kind of was always there. Um, my grandmother was a huge fan of the Beach, uh, the Beach Boys. Um, and then I'm having like a, a, like a <laughs> over the past year, I've, I've definitely been having kind of like this almost like a re-education of music and, you know, of all the, the concerts I've been to and just having a, a deeper appreciation for um, <clears throat> really good music, you know, and really talented musicians. And, and because there's, there's so few now <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that actually really can just kind of like, you know, blow your doors off. Um, We're not making money anymore. I know. Mm-hmm. And I, I will actually, um, you offer a little bit of a tangent here because I actually went to another concert this past weekend. Really? Um, yep. My third week in a row <laughs> of going to some concerts. And, and this is another example of, of the, um, you, you mention it and people will make fun of you or, or joke about it. Um, because it is exactly, exactly the same thing as the beach boys. And, um, that's John Mayer. So I went and saw John Mayer, uh, this past weekend and everybody kind of like poo poos it. Cause you think of the songs Wait, like you, you just said beach boys and John Mayer in the same sense, in, in, in this sense, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you why, because you just, you just said the beach boys were just brilliant. They were. Okay. They were no, no. Listen here, hear me out. So I, I'm, I'm a listen. I'm a listen. So John Mayer, like everyone who poo poos him, thinks of the first thing you think of is like, my body's a wonderland, and you know that other. Actually, you know, I don't think I don't think of anything when John high Mayer school comes. dance. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think of his ugly face. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a weird looking dude, but he he is probably one of the top three live guitarists I've ever seen perform. He is an incredible, like, mind-blowing guitarist. Um, and so there, there's, like, different stages of his career at the same time. So at the beginning, he had that, like, pop, like, you know, hit, you know, top 100 hits radio kind of music. And then he went into um, uh, his second act, if you will, which is the John Butler Trio, uh, which is definitely much more of, like, a a jazz slash like Stevie Ray type um, sound to it. And now he's gone in and he's actually um, the lead man in with dead and company, which is the remaining members of the grateful dead. Um, And I have to tell you, like give it a, give him a look, like go on to YouTube, check out some of his stuff because he is that good. He's absolutely that good, and I think he should he should be in contention with probably some of the top guitarists in the world um, or history. He's actually amazing. So I went and saw him. Uh, Nick is giving some strange faces. I don't know. Well, it's just because I, I didn't what I was trying to think of because I didn't know he was part of the John Butler trio. But I remember when not like, John that, Butler, John Mayer trio. I keep saying that. Okay, sorry. Like, I was like because I remember when the John Butler trio came That's out like ten yeah. years ago, and I remember my friend of mine gave me their record, and I was like, this is crap. You know, yeah, like, it's not, and, no, it's John the John Mayer trio. Sorry, okay. it's um, uh, band he had that was not the Kingston trio. No, okay. <laughs> um, so, and you know, as a cam on the on the message boards has been giving me uh, a lot of guff for my taste in music, um, but he hasn't necessarily um, provided any sense for what he's into. Well, the thing is about music. Well, he, he, he never does. He's a he's a he's a he's a crapster. He's a habitual yeah. He's he a habitual line stepper. You know. Yeah. But, but, it, but it's funny. 
Um, well, yeah, think about me. Think about music is is that if you can back up why you like something with anything, if you can back up why you like Pink, you know, like people go, yeah. oh, maybe. Maybe Actually, uh, she's she's pretty talented. I mean, I, I wouldn't go out and buy her album, but she's I got. But that's what I'm saying talented. is like if you can, you know, because it's one thing to say like, oh my god, I love Miley Cyrus, you know, and then why? And then they go, I just Cause do because it's catchy, cause, and I'm like, cause, well, because she's she's a wrecking ball. <laughs> she's, you know, I, mean, I mean, people who really love music want to know why you like it, you know, because it's it's either formula or lyrics or it's something about it, and if you can be passionate about the music, people will respect it. But if you're yeah. just you know. yeah, so, so it's, it, what's interesting is that you know the time leading up to this concert, like my buddy Jeff, um, who lives out in, in California, kind of got my my wife and I listening to it. But my wife, when she gets into like a band or a, like a or whatever, she'll take like the same four songs and just play them over and over and over and over and over again. And I know that, it, I know that wife. It, it drove me it drove me <laughs> to insanity because she was playing his uh, Don Mayer's newest album, which is which is good, right? It's actually really really good. But it's not my favorite take on on him, right? And then um, I got introduced to some of the stuff they hit with the John Mayer trio, and I was like, "Whoa! Like, how come you're not playing this? Like, this is something you need to play more of. This is awesome." Um, but if you're into that, like that that bluesy jazz um, Stevie Ray Vaughan style of music, you're gonna like it a lot. Um, isn't he? Isn't he the one that dated Taylor Swift? Dude, he has fucked. Ooh. Fudge. Oh, uh, he is. Who, who, who has a dollar? But John John Mayer's he's 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 had his way with half of uh, Hollywood. But um, album <laughs> recommendations. So if, if 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 you want if you if you want to take my word for it and give it a try and give him a listen, a great sure. album for you to start with is called uh, Try uh, by the John Mayer Trio. Album called Try. It is a uh, a live album. Because I think that so often these these right. types of bands are significantly yeah. better. I, I got I got I got to ask you. So we started with the Beach Boys. Yeah, and you went to John Mayer. Who's who's better? <laughs> oh, Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Yeah. Structurally, yeah, you can't even compete. Even the Beatles, to an extent, can't compete structurally with the Beach Boys. I mean, yeah. Jan, it's just Jan, Jan and Jean or John Mayer. Dan and Jean. Jan and Dean. <laughs> John Mayer. Over Jan and Dean, sidewalk surfing. Yeah. <laughs> Sidewalks <laughs> is it's a parody. Come on, man. Come on. Have you ever seen the movie uh, uh, Dead Man's Curve? No. It's a t- major TV movie starring Richard Hatch. He plays Jan of Janity of Battlestar Galactica fame. Richard Hatch. Exactly. He nice. They show how he's he gets he gets drafted, and they said, "Hey, look, we drafted Elvis." Because you're not drafting me. <laughs> and then he takes the turn. He, he gets in an act. Automobile, automobile accident, and then it's all. Yeah, well, oh. You have to watch it from there. It's pretty sad. Was it? I thought it was on his bike. I thought he died on a bike. He didn't die. I mean, oh, I, I mean, he, he had, had an accident. He had an accident, and, and yeah, came back, and uh, they. Yeah, but you're but you're right, Chris, about live albums because um, you look at uh, there's a lot like um, like Ben Harper, for example. Oh, Ben um, Harper, yeah. Yeah, like I never really cared about Ben Harper until Live from Mars came out in like 01. And I remember going like, oh, I like this record. Mm-hmm. you know, And that's what got me to Ben Harper. And it's the same as like with the Almond Brothers, who the Almond Brothers were not – their two first records, two records, didn't really even make a dent. But then when Live at the Female East came out in 71, it was just, it just blew up. Yeah. And then, another, so another, just, another band that is like is significantly better live. Um, and I'm, they're nowhere – they shouldn't even be in this conversation, but just it brought, brought to my mind <laughs> – um, of how much fun you can have at a concert. 
Um, they're pretty mainstream now, but when I was in college, it was like the, in the Napster days, it was um, all you could get were their live um, tracks for all the, the tours you wanted, but it was OAR. You remember that oh, band, yeah, OAR? Yeah, I know OAR. Um, they're kind yes. of like, they're, they're definitely a much different band now, but when I saw them live in college like twice, maybe three times, and it was just like, like when you have that many band members on stage going nuts and having a blast, it's, More it's, importantly, it's always fun. Can you get this stuff on Amazon? <laughs> yeah. Probably could. So you go on janejack.com slash Amazon and get all the music oh. we're talking about. There's a, tra- there's a track that you need to – just one track, Chris, you need to listen to. Um, name is Jonathan Wilson is his name. And the track is called is Desert, that, Ra- is he, Desert is, Raven. Is he the guy with Tom Hanks? Uh, no. No, okay. <laughs> but, like, it's just Desert Raven, and it starts off a little weird with this really kind of weird sound like – and then it just goes into this blues. It's, it's very Joe Walsh meets uh, 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 Miller. Um, Steve Miller? Steve Miller Band, yeah. But it's very Joe Walsh meets Steve Miller Band. Just that kind of laid back slide. Just that one track, though, man, when that guitar kicks in, you're just like, it floors you. It's awesome. Steve, yeah. Steve Miller doesn't get enough respect. No, he didn't. Uh, I, lo- I, love- I, I just had a. I just had a, a, a not flashback, but a Salma, memory just came Salma back. Saw a concert about a year ago. He's like a hundred. So, <laughs> as, funny moment happened um, at that concert on Sunday. So, was there we, a thunderstorm? No, not this okay. time. Uh, we we were well prepared for this concert, if you know what I mean. Um, and <laughs> well, you uh, know what? Now I do. You do right. So now, there's now, there's now an, I understand what you're talking about. There's an opening band that played <laughs> that I had not heard of before, and they were fun. There's a band called Dawes. D A W. Yeah, Dawes. Yeah. You know Dawes? Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, and, is there uh, anything you don't know? Oh well, yeah, I mean, like there's a lot of I'm, stuff that's. I'm thinking, like, I, I think of that. I think of the, the uh, Dow industrial uh yeah well so, i think, I think any, any band that's like pop today i don't even bother with but like yeah, yeah if it's actual musicians i will listen to because i i love going if, into if, if, so if it, you didn't really you weren't a big fan of the uh was it the 90s music was all the i liked grunge um i just I, didn't I'm like about grunge i'm talking about the you know synthesizers and they all that was 80s that was 80s was, it, was that 80s yeah, yeah. I, yeah. no i mean there's i mean like there's definitely bands in the 80s like i loved um like the smiths and a lot of actual musicians in the 80s Thompson twins they're big, big Thompson twins yeah but like you know um like you know like you get to the late 90s you start getting the backstreet boys and Britney spears and all that where it's just all computerized crap yeah. and i'm sorry if you like that out there but like it's just stuff that wasn't my you know Britney spears is a huge fan of this podcast just probably uh, just um, let you, i'm sure she'll be tweeting it next week but there's a lot of good musicians out there and, and you know i love picking up an uncut or a mojo magazine and just and flipping through it and seeing what's what's great because they actually give honest reviews of records and they have it yeah. done by genre versus just like rolling stone which is like oh buy this right. um it's it's actually said like this is folk music this is um pop this is and then you can go through there and they'll give you know one out of six stars and then it's like and it'll describe what the album is like and you're like oh okay i'll read that and i'll check that out but go ahead, Chris. Yeah, so this band, Dawes, they're opening up, and my buddy had heard them before, so he knew the song that they were playing at the time. And we were, again, we were well prepared. But this song comes on, and it's just like <laughs> it's just like this this really like, cool song, kind of like you're swaying to or bobbing our heads, and, and he knew the lyrics. And so he started kind of singing along, and the lyrics were this. It says, um, 
I hope that life without without a chaperone is what you thought it'd be. I hope your brother's El Camino runs forever. I hope the world, yeah. I hope the world sees the same person that you've always been to me, and may all of your favorite bands stay together. And I, and I look at my buddy. He goes, "That's the best Facebook post ever." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, man! Yeah, it is." <laughs> What's funny? You say El Camino. I go, "That's a car I always wanted." Yeah. Really. It's like, it's all kinds of cars that you sit there and go, I'm going to get that car. It's a car and it's a pickup truck. I'm a station tr- wagon. I'm a, it's like the brat. For, I don't know if you guys remember the brat. Subaru no. brat. It was, no. it was a, it was a truck that had two seats in the back. <laughs> well, think and about that. And, and I always wanted, I always wanted the brat because I used to have a friend that had a Mustang and he had a hatch and we used to take our beach chairs and we'd sit in the back and we'd open up the hatch and as he'd drive hundred miles an hour, Going back and it's I'm a, it's, I'm I'm lucky to be alive, but then anyway, he'd go back and forth driving to, to going down to the beach, listening to the Beach Boys. Anyway, go ahead, Nick. Well, the thing about the El Camino was is, you know the '67 through '71, '72 models. You know, you had those big blocks in them and no weight whatsoever in the back, and so you know you're just fishtailing like crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's still a fun car. Well, it's all those cars that you always like the classic Mustang that I'll never have, the El Camino, the uh, you know the Corvette Stingray, the, all these cars yeah. I always wanted growing up, and, Which, now I ha- and now I have a Lexus. What kind of Stingray? The the, the, the classic '60s Stingray, the Corvette Stingray. Well, there's well, there's two different ones. You have the the, the you have the mid '60s to '67 Stingrays, I, I and then you have the '68 through. Be, it would be the 68 through 72, I believe. Okay, those, yeah. See, I had a 69, and they're fun for a little while, but you're sitting in the back of the car, and and they get those huge wheel wells in front of you, and then you have another three feet of car. Oh, well, either way, I, I wasn't gonna, <laughs> I'm never going to have one, so it oh. doesn't matter. So you're, hey, here you're saying is the 69 is fun for a little while, but <laughs> what you really need is get to get a little bit more power in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's just – it's. It's like the classic Camaro, '69 yeah. Camaro is a, 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 another classic car with you know, yeah. going to where Chris is going with it. But uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> talking about more horses under the hood. You I, know what I, I mean? I, as you get older, I don't have a I don't have a car I don't have a car museum. So it's like <laughs> you know, I just I just look at all these cars. You brought up the El Camino. I went. I always wanted El Camino. Mm. And like I said, I, I, you know, I, I have a Lexus. My wife, what point is, do I not throw out sexual innuendo in this conversation? <laughs> I can't, I have, my my, my wife, lip my, is bleeding right now. I'm my, bleeding my, so hard. My wife said the other day, isn't this your dream car? I go, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's a car. It's me to A to Z. Yeah, sure. It's, it's what, remember, this is the one you picked on the lot, not me. Because, oh, we have grandkids now. We have to pick up this. That wasn't the one I wanted. I wanted the, <laughs> the cool sports car. No, we got the. But that's okay. Yeah, that's what I wanted because just to save an argument. Well, I mean, you can. You, you know, worth- they're going up a little too much in price nowadays, but you can still get. Um, like, if you want to get like a '66 Mustang, Jack. Yeah, it's, it's not happening, Nick. Oh, it's not happening. Look, if you just save up for that double oven, and then you go, <laughs> then you know, like, hey, honey, we've already got this much saved. If we just save a little bit more, we can get that Mustang you always wanted. Just think how good you'll look with the top down. You know, and like, yeah. That sixty was a sixty-five Mustang convertible. It, mm-hmm. it just—it's just a good. That's a good-looking car. Oh yeah, and I mean those things float too. You got the two eighty-nines in them, which is a small engine, but they don't weigh anything, and so you just—you can just go. Growing up, my friend's brother had one, 
and he it was green. I don't not really. Oh, the, the, the really crappy mint green that yeah. looks like he peed all over the car. Exactly, but it's still <laughs> it's still it's a classic Mustang. So it's yeah. like it's like yeah, it was a convertible too in California. Mm. Come on, man. So listen, speaking listen, of cars, listen to, um, listen to Jan and Dean's sidewalk surfing. Come on, man. Anything better than that? Plenty. Um, Plenty. Speaking of cars, <laughs> you know you, you get the classic Mustang. You put John Mayer in your car mm-hmm. and get beat up at the next stoplight. Now, if you listen to the right stuff, you trust me. There'll be more '69 sure, Stingrays sure, in your future. I'm sure. I'm sure, Cam, I'm sure Cam's on my side on this one. Probably is. So, speaking of speaking of cars, um, so I was thinking the other day of how much time I spend. On the couch, watching television, doing nothing. I, I, I typically don't go to bed before one o'clock in the morning any night of the week. Yeah, it's me. And my wife and my daughter are in, are in bed by nine, the latest. So I'm driving home from the concert the other day. I'm driving my my uh, my wife's um, car. We have a Kia Sorento, and that's one that it's like twenty years from now. People say, you know what? I never got that Kia Sorento. Never got that Kia Sorento. Uh, um, only I could have got that. You know what? My life is just not complete. But I'm thinking, and I was like, do you know what? I should drive for Uber. So I applied. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am. I am uh, currently. I, okay. I, my, my account is pending. I will be. I have the the Uber driver app on my phone now. Nice. Um, and I might uh, do, just drive around for a little bit, drive now, people around. Now, as part of your promotion, you say, hey, would you like to listen to some podcasts? That's what I'm thinking. I think there might be some segments that could be drawn from this. Oh, um, you definitely get some stories. There's um, the last, not the last, but next to last Uber I took. The guy actually, when anyone got in the car, because I do the the the, uh, the cheaper way, I get the uh, ride the, share. The, the ride share, yeah. He records every conversation that's ever in the car. Is that legal? In, in you have to in the California you have to ask permission. So if someone says no, I don't want you recording me, then you have to stop. But so that's what he would do is like he just had his phone there and like some kind of microphone set up. So that's what he does. He just records every conversation and then so he has them. And he, I don't know if he listens so, to them or so, what he's so, doing with them. So, so it's just like taxi uh, taxi cab confessions. I guess yeah, in his own little way. You ever, you ever guys ever watched that on HBO? Yeah, I remember when it was on. I never watched yeah. it. You never watched it. No, that was on like in the nineties, man. They had a uh, what's that group? I was I was too busy not watching West Wing. Uh, <laughs> Great show you should be watching. <laughs> so, anyways, I, I figured, what the hell? I mean, it's one of those things where you can, if you sign up for to be a, a driver, you just do it when you want to. It's just like the, the radio ads you hear all the time. I was like, you know what? What the hell? I got this car. It's a it's a newer car. It's nice. Gonna have to get it detailed though. It's still got tons of beach sand in it. But I was like, hey, <laughs> well, give him a Corona. Yeah, Who knows? Wash this stuff. You know, like I'm, I'm thinking. I'm like, I don't mind driving. I like meeting people. I was like, I'll screw it. A couple hours a night, I'll go my, and drive my, people around. My sister did it for a while. Yeah, which shocked me because I, you know, I wouldn't have gotten in a car with her. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll get some good stories out of it. Well, the, if it helps the podcast, I'm all for it. <laughs> What music? It, or I could record while driving. There you sure go. That would work out well. Yeah, it'd be a new podcast on the Jane Jack Podcasting Network. <laughs> Which if you know, if you if you like that podcast, the new podcast by Chris, become a patron. Uber Live. 
Go to patreon.com slash Jack or go to jnjack.com. You, you have to do it like on an over-top accent. Like, yeah, where are you going? I don't know. You know, I learned, how to, drive from, I learned how to drive from Ted Kennedy. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not a bridge. That's an embankment. Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Hold your breath. <laughs> going back to the whole swimming joke. I don't, I don't get why this just keeps coming back to swimming. <laughs> Is that too soon? But uh, yeah, yeah, still, you should uh, you should uh, listen to Smile uh, though, Boston. If you haven't listened to the Beach Boy Smile, which was the record that was supposed to come out after Pet Sounds. Okay, um, Brian did complete it in 2004 under his with his own band, so it's a modern version of it. But he did release, I think, like four or five years later, the Beach Boys versions, which weren't complete. But I'd say it's about 89 percent complete. But hmm. is it which one you listen to first? You want to listen to the Beach Boy versions, or do you want to listen to uh, Brian? So you kind of know like the missing lyrics that are in the Beach Boys versions. But anyone, like, a, anyone a fan of Wilson Phillips, <laughs> Brian's daughter? Well, it's, they had two daughters, and the, and the one from uh, Mama the Mama Mom the Papas. Hold, yeah. hold on, I I like their one song. Hold you know, on, like I said, hold on. I like that song. day. <laughs> you don't like that song. <laughs> What? It's fine. It's a catchy. You show me one person who truly doesn't like that song, and I'll I'll show you a liar. That song is fantastic. You can't. You cannot not not like that song. It's a great. It's 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 one Hold of those songs. One more day and break free from the chains. I, I just want you to know right now, as this is being he- um, heard by CJ's ears, he's saying, "Hold my beer." And going to write on <laughs> Facebook. Yeah, well, I'm sure right he'll. Now. I'm yeah, sure topping he'll right now. But I, again, I, I back Chris up on this. They're lying. Yeah, they're absolutely lying. They're lying. You, you can't be a, like a human with a soul and, and not at least bob your head to that song. Yeah, because it, once it starts, you're like, it's, it's like what's it, it was it, uh, Tommy Boy, where they're in the song and they're playing the song. Oh, right. You change the channel. Somebody, somebody, you change it. Come around to no, it was a. No, it was a. It was, a, it was, the, it was, the, it was the Carpenters. Yeah. I know, but it's the same, it's the same theory. Would you like going. <laughs> It's it's like if it's on, I'm listening to it. Yeah. Yes, I'm gonna listen to that song. I remember, like, I remember Alice Cooper talking about that. How uh, uh, somebody they're talking about uh, ABBA, and he somehow for some reason they interviewed him, and he was like, "Yeah, he goes, you know, I couldn't admit it in the '70s I liked ABBA, but yeah, he goes, I'd have him playing, going like, that's catchy." <laughs> I, I, I was listening to ABBA on Sirius Radio, and my wife goes, "What are you doing?" I go, "It's ABBA." She goes, "I don't like ABBA." I go, "Who doesn't like ABBA?" Who does? She goes, "I don't like him." I go. Get out of the car. <laughs> get out. And we were going, I, mar- I married you. And we were going like 75 miles an hour. I go, who doesn't like ABBA? Really? I mean, it's not a group that you go. It's not like I go out and say, yeah, ABBA. But it's a group that you, if it's on, I listen to. You have to. I mean, it's just like the B- the BGs or anybody else. You know, you might not, you know, get all pumped when they come on with your with your, all your dude friends in the car. But you're like, it's still a pretty Drive good song. talking. Just in there, yeah. My woman, my woman to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. I mean, everybody wishes they could sing like that. Just all no, so. no. I I don't think Cam, I, I Cam cannot type fast enough right now. <laughs> and I'm all right with it. The PGs were Whatever, the PGs were big in the '70s. That's all I gotta say. And I, like, see, if you watch the history of the BJ's, where they started in uh, Australia, right? The Australian. I have no idea. Probably. Mm-hmm. And they've been around since like the early '60s. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, 
some of them are left, but they, they've been around since the early 60s. And that's great because most people associate them with the disco, but yeah, but they've yeah. been around since the 60s. And because, uh, uh, but really, I mean, the first, even though they were around in the 60s, the first hit was uh, How Do You Mend a Broken Heart? Really, that's the one that really, I think, put them on the map. And then they had a few years, and then when Saturday Night Fever came out, they just exploded. Mm-hmm. You guys ever see Samurai Night Fever on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> John Belushi? I John did Belushi. not, but that makes total you, sense. You've never yeah. seen Samurai Night Fever with John Belushi? I, I, saw, oh, Sam- okay, I, okay. Saw, I saw Samurai Come a lot. On, I just don't okay. think I saw that. You should, you, should, you should literally watch it while you're podcasting right now. Come on. <laughs> Nick. Nick. You what? just, reci- you just reci- you were, uh, uh, Chris was throwing out all these bands. Oh, I know that one. And, and the cars, all the but you don't know Samurai Night Fever. I'm the first guy to admit when I don't know something. John okay? Belushi. I know John Belushi, and I know the Samurai. I just never happened to solve that particular sketch. Oh my god! I, I, this podcast is done. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> Become a patron. Go to patreon.com/slash Jay and Jack. Hey, wait a minute. On. Jack's never listened to John Mayer. Oh, oh. Well, okay, because I'm a guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm you ever seen the frog guy. face? Come on, John Belushi, John Mayer. You're you're trying to compare the two. Let me just say, John Belushi died before I was born, Jack. So, just saying. Well, you know, John Mayer died before I was born. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, that's it. That's all I got. So we're done with music. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about Charger hating. Um, for a while, <laughs> I had someone on follow me because I guess I was charger hating too much. On I guess my three posts were too rough for him on Twitter. Um, I decided Wait. I decided I'm gonna do, be the charger hater because there's a, there's a charger hater club going on right now, and because there's there's a theory is if they hate it enough, they'll come back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of like an ex, like an ex kind of thing to where like you know you, you treat your ex like crap, and then she one day she's like. I still love you. You're like, yeah, okay. So, well, they, we, the San Diego will take the Chargers back, but they can't have the same ownership. Yeah, that's what the conclusion is. And because I guess that you know the the Chargers they they are now playing in the twenty seven thousand seat StubHub Arena, or stadium, whatever it's called, and they've yet to sell it out. Uh, twenty? Did I mention it was twenty seven thousand seats? They've had a legend. That's like it's an MLS. Stadium. It's a high, it's well, a high school well, it's, stadium it's, in it's, Texas. It's, it's the it's the home of the Galaxy, the soccer oh. team. Oh, it li- literally is an MLS stadium. Okay. Yeah, and I guess the Galaxy are having a terrible season this year. Mm-hmm. Chris would know. They are. Uh, he watches paint dry, and so, but they they're terrible. But yet they've outdrawn the Chargers both times. And now Alex wow. Bannon's like, well, maybe I should have moved. Anyway, so uh, well, it's funny because like you know uh, the the Rams play at uh, USC Stadium and they're always sold out. The, the Coliseum. Well, they only had yeah. like sixty seven thousand, but then the people was like, "Well, it's preseason." Well, I remember last year when the Chargers weren't. I mean, they're getting fifty thousand people for a preseason game. It was well, they don't support the team, but now it's the, if they don't, it, LA's not going to support the Chargers. They're not. They're just not going to support them. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, and I've said it. I've said it many times. They're putting it in Torrance, and it makes no sense to put the stadium all the way down there because there's no way to get there other than driving. And right. I'm, I'm I'm never going to drive down to that stadium because I'm it's not going to do it. No, it's just well, <laughs> but it's just it's just too far, and I'm not going to sit in traffic and then probably miss the whole first quarter. And, the, and there's, no. The, there's no fan base. No, there's no fan. So I'm hate watching the. So somebody got upset with me and unfollowed me, but 
and I've been we've been following each other for years. You had a good cry, but I, I'm not I'm not going to change who I am. <laughs> and, Jack and, the just, hater. And, and just stop being who I am. And, uh-huh. and Twitter is where you can express yourself. Am I right? Very I, true. I, I follow people who support Trump, hate Trump, all this different stuff. I don't go. I can't take this anymore. I'm going to unfollow. Them. I just bless ignore you. them. Bless your heart. Anyway, that's <laughs> just saying. Anyway, and you guys saw the video I sent of the uh, the referee in our, our rink got punched in the head. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I wonder if Chris. So what's it. the what's the backs are? So for for those listening and not I, seeing I, this, and at unfortunately, home. I can't show you guys the video because there could be some legal stuff going on. But it happened last night before we were recording Game of Thrones. I almost had to skip Game of Thrones to go down to the rink to help out, but I luckily didn't have to do that. But uh, what happens is this guy didn't like a call, skates over, and just and the, the referee is not even facing him. He punches him in the – he's wearing a helmet. but Yeah, the back him, of the head. Back of the head. And, I cold uh, cocked him. Yeah, which is a coward's way anyway. And first you never – you can't hit an official. But you guys have seen the video, so what do you think? So, I mean, the only, only way that there could be, and it's not even justified, but the only way I can actually understand something like that happening is if, like, if the player and the official knew each other and they're, like, acquaintances. No. no. <laughs> yeah, hey, buddy. <laughs> Here, let me hit you in the back of the head. I mean, I... Uh, and, and the force was so hard; it, it knocked him. It knocked the referee to the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked it looked terrible. I mean, he came flying over, and it's funny is this player. I guess I don't know him. I, maybe I know him, but he has never had a penalty in two seasons. He's playing at the lowest level. But it, Nick and I were talking before you you joined us, Chris, before we started recording. It, sports, it, it, there's just no reason for that. No, and uh, you know I'm not big on pressing I, I i said that he should press charges i go this guy this guy not saying he should gel time but there we need to start sending a message out to these people it's just a game i mean and you don't do that no, no i mean i mean i i personally have stopped doing i i don't like i never like i have never liked doing the adult games because they take it so serious but that's why i mean they just get i mean i've had people get in my face I go, look dude you need to back up Get out of my face! Yeah, I mean, I get away from me, or you're going to get a penalty because they're ah, they're just losing it over a. It's a stupid game. It's just a game. So the the video that you had kind of cut off towards the end. So what was the aftermath? What what happened? Well, what happened is both his teammates and I, because I talked to the other ref today, both his teammates and the opposing teams went after the player that hit the ref. Oh, both. So everybody went after him. Yeah. And I guess they were wailing on him. Well, that's good. And they had to pull players off him to protect him. The cops were called. I'm sorry. The police officers were called, and they talked the guy at the referee out of pressing charges for now. Wow. Now the problem. But, the problem is now USA Hockey will ban the guy. He should. He should be banned for at least a year. But the problem is all the other rinks in town are not USA Hockey. Oh, so he can, he can go to another rink and play. So what I'm going to start, what I'm going to propose to the the reps, I'm I'm, I'm not going to be a rep here shortly because I'm not taking the I'm, I'm retiring, but I'm going to say that they should talk to the other rink. Say we won't ref your games if you allow him to play mm-hmm. for at least yeah. a year. He, he he should. I mean, he's 21. 
And I guess it turned oh. out I, what, what's coming at, you know, he's, he's one of those guys, you know, I don't want to say millennial, but, you know, they, he's never been told no. He's a millennial. You can't do that. And, you know, that you, you, you know, timeouts are, you know, the thing that we should be doing. But no, he should he should not be allowed to play for at least a year. Agreed. And or a slap could, shot he, to the nuts. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would take the year penalty. But he, he seriously, I mean, he could have seriously injured that referee. Oh, yeah. And then, Chris, uh, Jack and I were also talking about how this is becoming a more and more common thing about how uh, I was watching the video about how a lot of people are wanting a law now, like a referee protection law, because they could, hockey's not one of the biggest offenders yet. But, like, they're saying basketball and uh, soccer are the two biggest offenders right now of yeah. people, not just fan, not just players, but uh, fans assaulting referees on and off the field. And, but the majority of them, I mean, Jack got to that too. Like the majority of them actually are women, which you are shocked about. Really? Yeah. It's moms most of the time that are going out on the court and hitting referees. As when I used to coach, uh, back hockey back 15, 16, 17 years ago, I do travel hockey. I used to have to go to my mom's and say enough get up stop yelling at the referees and they would because the guys you could go you know the parent the dads i go hey shut the right but the women you know the moms i'd go hey i know it's your your son but you need to stop you're you're hurting us i would i would actually have a code of i actually had a code of conduct for the parents to sign and most of most of the people that were thrown out of the rinks hockey rinks were women jesus and I think it's more because it's the mama bear protection that, you know, they want to protect their, you know, yeah. but they're the worst. And I know it's women are like, ah, I'm not that way, but no, they were the worst. Yeah. Not that there weren't obnoxious guys, parents, males, but they're, but they're like Nick saying these refs. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just extra money Yeah, that they're doing and you have, they have to work the next day. Like this guy that, you see the video clearly he gets knocked down and it, it's a bad one he could have been you know what happens if he gets hurt and he can't work right I, it's just these guys it's just a damn game it's just a game settle down relax enjoy it enjoy life you're supposed to be going there as an, an outlet to your daily life realizing you're not gonna get your kia what's it what's the kia what sorrento sorrento that you're never gonna get that kia sorrento down the life so you need to you know enjoy life and he's like he's he's 21 years old and he's playing in in the usa hockey league and i mean no offense to anyone who's playing right now in the usa hockey league but guess what you're not a pro <laughs> and, and and not only is he playing usa he's playing at our lowest level mm-hmm. and yeah. if you watch the guy skate he's all over the i mean i noticed it he's all over the place he's probably getting penalties because he's just wrong he's place not, he, the wrong time well he's, he's not in control of his body right He's all over the place, and I guess he got what I from found out. The first penalty he got, he fell into the boards, and they kind of pushed himself back, and he tripped the guy that was skating by. Well, that's a penalty, but he didn't like the call, mm. so that set him off. And then when he got the next call, he just thought it was okay to go up and punch another human being, thinking that's okay. Anyway, it is hockey. These are times I wish I played hockey. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is a great outlet. I mean, it can release a lot of tension, but you know, it's a it's it's a great sport. But it's like any sport, it's it's those guy those kind of people that ruin it. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, so you have the major league umpires that are wearing the white wristband or sweatband, saying they're tired of being yelled at. 
Is that what that's supposed to mean or symbolize? I get. I guess because they're upset that their player, that a player didn't get penalized or punished enough, and so that's what they're wearing that for. But I mean, it's just, <laughs> it, it has gotten out of hand. It just, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's just a game. Mm-hmm. Your kid probably isn't going to go to the NHL. Your kid's probably not going to go to uh, play in major. I, I hate to, I hate to spoil you. Spoiler. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but he's probably not. If you're listening, your kid probably is not going to be playing professional sports. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, Chris. That's another thing we were talking about was that you know I grew up in a in a blue collar town, to where either you were a farmer's kid or yeah, or Jack nicely said state because that, that's true too. But you know you either were a farmer's kid or you your dad was a union worker at a factory, and that was pretty much it. There you go. And uh, all the kids I grew up with were big kids. I mean, as in, I mean, just stock. You know, like they were just. Born, yeah, they're corn-fed athletes, and I was a skinny kid, and I I have some athletic ability, but uh, I just couldn't compete. And uh, but I remember that my dad was just a real laid-back kind of guy, and he just said, you know, go out there, play, have fun, and he never once ever pressured me to to be the best. You know, it was like if you just as long as you're having fun, I don't care. And um, there was a lot of kids that I would see, like my age, kids that were younger than me, they would just cry. Every time in the dugout or sit in the bench or whatever, because their dads were like, why aren't you the quarterback? Or why didn't you get a home run right then? Or, you know, I was like, you know, why didn't you listen to me when I told you not to swing? Because you know, they're being <laughs> they're being coaches from the stands and their right. kids having to listen to everything they're doing and they're not enjoying the game. And I, I never understood that. And I still don't understand that. And I always wondered, is it because the dads are trying to uh, – force themselves onto their kid or is it because we grew up in such a poor town that they wanted their kids to have a better life? But it's like, you know, the odds, like Jack saying, the odds of your kid being a professional athlete are so small. It's like, why are you ruining this kid's life by trying to make right. that outcome happen? Uh, and you I just don't. Kid, you have a kid like, what's that kid that played for USC and was drafted by the Raiders? Um, oh. oh, what's his name? Um, He's actually coming back and playing professional football somewhere. Yeah, uh, he's like 40-something years old. Anyway, he his dad put so much pressure on him, and he was talented. Yeah. But he, he got into drugs and alcohol, and he just couldn't cope because his dad put so much. And he was he was the guy that could make it to the – obviously could because mm-hmm. he was drafted by the, the Raiders in the NFL. But he, he, he didn't make it because – oh, what's his name? I'm trying to think of I see the face, but I can't remember the name. Well, while you think of that, you look look him up. So the I remember I played baseball growing up, and I had the I had the luxury I'll never forget this of of having the the pleasure of having my dad be the coach, and that was nothing better than that. Awesome, I had so much fun, and I, and I got to the point where I mean I I played baseball, I was good, I wasn't and I wasn't um, like you know varsity level baseball player. I just, I played because I, I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun playing and, and quite frankly, I got to, I got to play for my dad, which was, which was awesome. And I'll never forget. There's this one game it was it was called the, it was the league I was in with the senior league. And it was by I mean, my hometown's like uh, little league um, organization. So the senior league was for, you know, junior high and high school kids to play. And I'll never forget we're playing, and I had this this kid on my team who's he was the, the the small scrawny kid, you know, he was like a I don't know how old he was, but he was just the little guy. And guy, um, he became a Captain America. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so I'll never forget. Like he was, he was on base, and I was on base. I was, I was, I was on second. And he was on third, and some there was a, a like a ground ball, and he was he he was going home to score, and I ran to third, and he went home, and the 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 play came to the plate where the catcher, and the, this catcher was one of those gym class hero tryhards, uh, whose dad <laughs> was you know. Uh, was also the other team's coach, and you you always saw his dad giving him pep talks of like, "Well, okay, son, this is what you gotta do." Blah blah. And he could have just put a tag on this kid because he was out. There's no question he was out by a mile, but he could have just put a tag on him. Instead, he put a tag so forcefully on this little like this kid was probably 110 pounds soaking wet, and the kid went flying, you know, and he was out. And he got tagged out, like he got, like literally got tagged by the catcher, and like the kid went flying in the air. I remember there was like a, a timeout because like everyone's pissed. Like my 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 dad was pissed. The kid's parents, people are yelling, screaming, and nothing got called. And then, the, our family stood stooped to that level. <laughs> and my dad was a third base coach, and he looks at me. He goes, "I want you to effing take him out." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? All right. <laughs> so like the next, the next play, it was uh, like another, you know, it was like a, I, I can't remember it was an infield hit or whatever it was, but um, there was another play at the plate with me and I don't think he was expecting it. Um, but I tuned him up pretty good and I, and I sent that catcher flying and then his dad came out and started yelling at me and the umpire looks and he was like, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Your son was crowding the plate. He was crowding the plate. He was blocking access to the plate. And I had every right by the rule book uh, to go through the catcher. And now, now you, the rule is you can't do that though. And, but that's what I did. <laughs> and I, I sent the bully flying. It was actually a kind of a, uh, it was, it was a nice moment of my, of my, uh, you know, childhood. The rule, the rule, you can't go through the catcher in what, in what league though? Major league baseball. You can't go through the catcher in, in baseball anymore. Wow! That, it's it's a it's a Buster Posley rule. When did that go into effect? Yeah, mm. Like two three years ago. Oh, all right. But I mean, the kid was blocking the plate. Yeah. Hey. Well, the catcher can't block the plate anymore. Oh, okay. Well. Well, then that makes sense. I mean, he they, didn't block the plate for the rest of the game. <laughs> Todd Maridovich is the uh, Todd Maridovich is the guy I was looking for. Oh, I, I wouldn't have known that. That's not who I was thinking of. I put Oakland Raider drug addict. <laughs> and, 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 and I feel bad for the guy, but that's how, that's what came up. First round pick of the Raiders back in the '90s, sometime. Mm. But he had tremendous talent. But it was one of those guys where his dad just put so much pressure on him that he just unfortunately became he couldn't take it. And he had the talent. That's the thing. It's just like you know, back off. Let your kid enjoy doing. It's like you know, I had Jay as a son, and I realized you know he either wanted to do it or didn't want to do it, and I I said. When he didn't want to do, you know, he said, basically, he didn't want to do it anymore. I go, okay, we're done. I, yeah, I don't care. I always wondered that about Tiger Woods, you know, because like his dad basically groomed him to be a golfer from what age three. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, I mean, I think Tiger did enjoy it, but I always wondered that, like, does he does he really enjoy the game? Because it's like this is all he knows, and. I just always wondered that about me. He made his money, you know. He's made his, his name and history of golf. Oh, he'll be one like, of the greatest golfers ever. Ever, yeah. 
but it's still, it's just like, it's one of those things in the back of my mind that I always wondered that, like, does he, does he ever think like, what could I have been if my dad hadn't uh, driven me to do this, you know, uh, or whatever. It's just one of those things is like, you, you know, I, you, I wouldn't want to dictate my child's life. But then you, know? you have, then you have people who would love to be in Tiger Woods shoes going, going, Oh, what's he complaining about? I'm not saying Tiger's complaining. No, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. Know. I mean, if, he, if, if if you're going to have people that say the same thing, going, but I I under, I, I agree with you 100. Yeah. It should be the it should be the person's choice if they want to be the golfer, the baseball player, football player, not the parents' choice. Did you see the toxicology reports that came out from yeah. his recent re- re- arrest? Like he got he got pinched for driving under the under the influence. But he, but he wasn't driving. And he had not. He had, but he didn't have a drop of alcohol in him. I don't think. No, like he five, had five different. Yeah. Every different pill drugs. known but to man. Got, but you know what? <laughs> As someone who's had recent back pain, and has done everything other than, t- I can see why you would have because my mom's had major surgery on her back. I mean, literally for five, six weeks, I can't sleep. I think he had horse tranquilizers in his system for crying out loud. I think at that point you do anything you can to try to get the pain to stop. (laughs) I I mean, literally, I mean, I, and I only have like a bulging disc. It's, I can see where, you know, I think he's had surgery, hasn't he? Oh yeah. On his back. It does get to the point where it's so constant. It's just, you want to punch somebody. Yeah. I, 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 he should be driving under, but he wasn't driving. He was he was on the side of the road, wasn't he? Yeah, he was parked, passed out. Yeah, passed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he but, got there by driving. By driving, and it's, 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 uh, and alle- it's allegedly. <laughs> well, the thing is that that's not a it's not a crime if it's like you know if you're tired if you're about to go to sleep at the wheel, it's not a crime to pull over and stop. But the thing is that if you do have stuff in your system and the cop thinks you are drunk and you're still under the wheel. If you're in front of the wheel and like, or the keys are in ignition, they got you. So like what you're supposed to do is uh, you put the keys like in a different part of the vehicle out of the ignition and then you sleep on the other side of the car. And it's all these technical things well, to where I would they can get you, you know, through the UI. My girlfriend drove me here and she got upset and left me and I knew I couldn't drive. Mm. So I sat here. So you're going to lie to a cop? Why not? You got to call the girl. Got a, well, she'll back me up because I got money. How do you know? I'm, I'm, I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you a million dollars. Just say you drove me to this place, and I couldn't. I, come uh-huh. on, uh-huh. sir. How many different pills did you take? Uh-huh. Four, four, five. But four. I wasn't driving. My girlfriend was driving. They, they look like Skittles. That's all I know. My, my yeah. terrible dad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had a rainbow, a whole multicolored. <laughs> Boy, did I taste it. <laughs> it! It happened, you know. But uh, like I said, I like I said. Obviously, you. I'm not. I'm kind of joking. You don't want to ever get behind the wheel of a car impaired. But ever. I can understand why he was taking all those pills because it, back pain is just. It's been. I'm going on five weeks now, and it's like it's not my back. It's my leg. It's like look at my leg. What do you, why do you guys keep messing with my back? Look at my leg. But I, I got I got enough pot to last me through the rest of the week, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm fresh out, Jack. I might have to come and pay a visit. Well, I, I don't have a lot. <laughs> I just have enough for the little pipe that I'm using now. That it's a lot better than trying to roll those joints. My buddy brought edibles um, to uh, which con? Which I can't remember which concert it was. 
It must have been the time. So, so they worked. <laughs> he was one of them, and that, that was interesting. Maybe that's why you enjoy John Mayer now, so much. Now, now, do you mean do you mean Mentos edibles, or do you mean uh, Ment- you got to say Mentos because that's legal? I know. I was saying like Mentos, Mentos yeah. edibles, or do you mean uh, mushroom edibles? Oh, Mentos edibles. Mentos okay. I would. Edibles. I would. Nev- I've never done the uh, mushroom edibles, so uh, they're good. Really, Nick? Yeah. I mean, a, a thing about that kind of stuff, though, is I, I wouldn't think a blue collar guy from Tennessee would be doing that stuff. You mm-hmm. kidding me? He had cows. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a um, mushroom. They, they were free. Mushrooms are. are uh, it's about a three hour, a three hour trip. Um, but the thing is about mushrooms is that it you got a good half hour of paranoia. But after oh, yeah. that, after that subsides, it's all gravy. So you're like you're like a. Am I at a John Mayer concert? What? So no, I can't be. <laughs> that happened. Uh, that may or may not have happened when may I was in high school. And uh, you're absolutely right. There's that panic stricken to the point where I just threw up everywhere. Nice. And then it was awesome. Yeah, the things I remember because it's been a, a good decade since I've done stuff like that, but uh, is, is things at concerts when you're on psychedelics. And wait, is, can, I, can I just say for the kids playing at home, we don't recommend you do this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's things like, uh, cause you're I, in that, you're I, in that, I, you're I, in I, that. I, I've never done anything stronger than pot. So you guys are. Oh, like, okay. Well, you're in that blissful, you're in this blissful, happy mode, you know. And I grew and then, up in the 60s, so yeah, I guess I was a nerd. It's little things like coming back to reality of life that always made me laugh the most. Because if you're at a concert and you're all under the influence, you're having a good time, and then you go into the men's room, the men's room etiquette still applies. And so it's Wait, literally... What, what is the men's room? Men's room you know room. how it is when you go in the men's room. You just you're very quiet. You stand. You look at your urinal. You don't say anything to anybody. Yeah, but you when look you're straight ahead. Yeah, yeah but when it. you're when you're under drugs, and you're being quiet, staring forward, you can't help but laugh. Yeah, and so you're just laughing to yourself, and you're that guy standing at the urinal laughing at yourself, and then you start thinking, "I'm that guy right now, laughing at myself at the urinal," which makes you laugh even My more. And then you're thinking, so small. I'm laughing out loud, and that guy thinks I'm talking about his Johnson. I'm gonna get my ass kicked. <laughs> But it's, it's okay, just, man. Yeah, but it's so funny because you're just like, and you can't help it, and it's just like, oh my god, and it just builds, and you know. Well, I've told this story before. <laughs> the the pot, the state, uh, the queue, the San Diego Stadium, where the Padres and Chargers used to play, had troughs. Right. Oh yeah, Fenway had troughs too. It was it was a group P? You know, it's a group P. And this guy sitting next to me years ago was peeing, but he was hitting the front of it. I go, dude, and I'm wearing, you know, I'm in California, so I'm wearing. I go, dude, you're peeing all over me. You're <laughs> pissing all over me, dude, dude. So I said I would never use those again. So from that day on, I said I'd never use a trough. If it didn't, if it didn't, if it didn't have my own little, if it didn't my own little special place to pee into, I wasn't using it. Hmm. Okay. I, I <laughs> serious, I wouldn't use it. Do they still have those at Fenway? No, not. I mean, they they had them probably into maybe the early nineties. I mean, have you ever pissed in a trough there, uh, Nick? Many times. Well, you're that, that they're pretty much still standard all over the South. 
I, I can't do it. I see I I walk into a place that has that and I start freaking out. I go, yeah, Nick actually has one in his apartment in LA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, every southerner has a trough in their bathroom because you have so, to have so, you have to have so, the wide stance. You know. So so your apartment, you guys have a like a central trough. You don't have your own bathroom. It's like a, down the hallway. There's just a yeah. big trough. You guys all. It's right use. next well, it's to the cow it's, pasture. Where they kept the cow dung to grow their yeah, mushrooms. It's, well, it's LA. It's LA, so we don't have troughs. Hashtag cow dung. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything's open and free in California, man. Exactly. Actually, we just poop on the sidewalk, and you know, here it's just it's just common. You blame it on the dogs. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, someone was walking their dog off, sir. I don't know. It wasn't me. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, my neighbor. I, he's he's hilarious. He. Uh, I'm sorry. Does your dog eat corn on the cob? <laughs> <laughs> so my 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 door guys are really nice, but they give two flips about what we do and my I forgot neighbor door guys I yeah I about that my neighbor is that what call, is, wait is that what they're called door guys well i don't know what they're called they just are we have okay so we have two doors and they have the buzzer but they sit behind a desk you know they're, do, they're do, job, you, do you have any door fe- that are, uh, no we don't actually have a doorman we don't have someone that opens the so door you, for so me you don't have you don't have any females uh no so they'd be door guys okay all right yeah Oh, I get what you're saying now, but uh, I, so I, my, I, do, I do just want to make sure you weren't going to get in trouble. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so my neighbor was telling me he apparently he sleepwalks, and uh, he said, "Yeah, I came home and I took a nap." Well, no, it was. He said basically he woke up because he doesn't have a job, but he he woke up and uh, he has two dogs and he's normal has to go out and walk them and everything. He goes downstairs and he's in his tidy whities and a t-shirt and that's it. <laughs> the dogs are off leash, following behind him. And he just keeps walking out, and no one stops him. He goes, I walked through our park. I walked, walked you know, walk. I talked to people. People were yelling at me going, your dogs are off-leash. And I'm like, I know. You know, and like, and said, no <laughs> one ever stopped me. He goes, I'm in my underwear. You know, and it's because like, it's, it's L.A. That, it's, it's, I was going to say, it's L.A. It's, it's normal. Yeah, and so no one ever stopped him. He goes, and I, he goes, I left my keys naturally because I'm just in my underwear. So I, get, I actually well, he, he asked has- for the key. You have nowhere to put your keys, right? Right. No, I mean, no, there's no, we each have our own, but he left them in the apartment because he just walked out the door with the dogs because he was asleep. So did he go, so the t- door guy let him walk outside with his Walk dog. outside, yeah, with his dogs off so leash the, in his underwear. So the, the, the door guy, mm-hmm. he's the guy walking out with his dogs with the tidy whities. Yeah. And doesn't say anything? Doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything. Hey, hey, sir. Hey, what's Nothing. His, well, I want to say his name, but uh, say uh, Fred. Yeah, Fred. Should you go back to bed? Uh, you're in your tidy whities. Um, should I? Should he? Is he responsible? He should have. Should he? Is he responsible for stopping this guy? I don't think he's he's not legally responsible, but he should have stopped him. Uh, what's the point? So, of the what, guy, what's the point what, of the guy what, having a job there? What's, what's his, his point? point? The point of there, yeah, it's just to make sure no one who doesn't belong in the building comes in the building. So you can go out as long as you you can be naked. Yeah, basically. As long as you live there, you can be naked and walk out, and this guy's not going to say boo to you. Apparently. Oh, man, I should have lived at that apartment in college. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's what they're saying is that he, he woke up uh, when he got back in his apartment later and was like, oh, that was just a nightmare. And then, But then he had like uh, three messages going, you were walking down the street. <laughs> you know, and, well, wait a minute. So people were calling his house. They saw him? It's because they – it's like – if you've, I've never sleepwalked, so I don't understand it. But apparently, you think I you're dreaming. T- I sleepwalk you're, all the time. 
but apparently you think you're dreaming if you're actually eyes open sleepwalking. Right. And he said, so when people, it was friends of his that live in other buildings around the area were yelling at him going, your dogs are off leash, your dog's pooping right here, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't realize. There, there he was, goes Frank again, but no one stopped. No, <laughs> no one, one said, stopped him. Said, hey, he could be walking to a dangerous part of Boston. I mean, I hear your sirens every every time. Yeah, I think it's the only time we haven't heard were sirens where you're recording. Mm-hmm. So no one said his friends didn't say, hey, hey, we need to stop Fred. He could get hurt. No. <laughs> Good friends. LA. No one cares. About but yet they, they, called, <laughs> they, they called his folks. Nick was filming it. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the bus. Here comes the bus. Oh, just missed him. If he gets hit by a bus, that's 10, download, 10 million downloads on YouTube. Yeah. Money. <laughs> Forget Jay and Jack. Money. <laughs> I can't believe nobody. I, if okay, Nick, I'm gonna tell you right now. Mm-hmm. If I saw you walking on the street in your tidy whiteies, I would film it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'd film it, but yet I'd still go. All right, Nick, it's it's time to go home. It's time to go home. So let's 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 take you home. I can't believe no one would take him home. Yeah, uh, I, that's just that. Well, I guess that is California. It's California. But I mean, the thing is, is that's what he said. He said he called, he called the guy the next day, the door guy. I was like, did you see me last night or this morning? Yeah. Yep. Did I walk out the door with the dogs off leash? Yeah. Was I in my underwear? Yeah. Sure were. <laughs> and it was just, you know, he's like, and it was just silence. Like, hello. <laughs> was, was there any stains on his tidy whities Maybe that would prevent somebody from stopping you. I mean, it's like. Ugh, oh, skid uh, marks. Just, just yeah. keep, just keep going. <laughs> just keep going. I, I don't know anyone that wears tidy whities anymore, but you just keep Not going. Me either. I actually did. Like there was some, you know, I like, get those weird advertisements on Facebook every now and then. I got one today. Uh, I, thought, I never would buy them, but I thought they were cool. They were uh, boxer shorts of every Rocky boxer shorts. So you had the red with the white stripe, the black oh, with really? the yellow, the yellow with the black. You had uh, Mr. T's blue the ones. The Apollo had, Creed shorts? You, you had the Apollo Creed oh. and you had the Russian. And I was like, oh, they're so cool. In, in Rocky Three, when he's be, he's fighting Mr. T, or Clubber, I'm sorry. Clubber, Clubber Lang. Lang, yeah. When he's getting knocked out, he's not wearing the, when he's falling down, he's not wearing the same shorts. Really? Yeah. No. If you look at it, there's a, it's, a, it's, he's wearing. Bad the, edit. Yep, bad at it. So I don't want. I love Rocky. It's probably my favorite um, uh, fighter movie. Yeah, well, it's probably one of my favorite movies of uh, characters of all time. But yet, in Rocky Three, no, he's not wearing the same. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, you know it's funny because like, when people talk about what's their favorite Rocky movie, you know, I usually will say Rocky. Yeah, Cat Rock. Yeah, I will usually say Rocky Three. I think it's just a better Rocky emotional 3. movie. I like Rocky Three. Well, I I don't hate it, but Rocky three, but like you know, because Rocky one is really good. We should do a versus right now. You lose. You would lose in a heartbeat. Yeah, I'm just saying I like it. I love Rocky three. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Look, I mean, because like you have, but you have the, you have the appeal of all those movies though, because Rocky one is really good because he goes to distance. You know, and he falls in love. It's a classic story. It's the one that won the Oscar. You know, in Rocky two, he finally wins the championship. Great. Spo- you know, uh, spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Whatever. It's, 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 was that it's only been since 1978. What was that movie? Uh, Dirty Work. You bet against Rocky. Rocky. 
Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. That's the Saigon whore who whore. bit off my, my nose. nose. Now, w- w- going back to Rocky Four and Rocky Five, how does his son age like ten years in oh, one it. in one day? Rocky. I mean, the thing is, Rocky Five should have never been made. I love Rocky Five. No one loves Rocky Five. Two things those movies have in common. Two reasons why those movies are should never have been made. Milo Ventimiglia, because neither should have heroes have been made. Heroes well, in Rocky he's, Five. He's, he's great in in, in uh, this is your life. Is it this your life? What? This is it. This is your life. Whatever that show he's in right now, that's a it's a hit. Oh yeah. This is your life. Something like that. I, I there's not a rock. If Rocky could make another movie today, well, they're making Creed too. Well, I I go watch it. I never saw Creed. Was it good? It's I never actually, saw it either. Supposedly, it's, it's basically Rocky, but now it's just well, the, it, it's it's Rocky it's one a, it's, and a, it's Rocky one and a half. Okay, okay. And then this one apparently, uh, uh, Drago is going to be in this one, Creed two. I must break you. Must break. Awesome. He dies. He dies. It's like heating a piece of iron. That's where Rocky into the Cold War. And people don't get he he gets no credit for. It. They keep giving it to Reagan. Oh, say it's fake news. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've been noticing some things. Rocky's, been, Rocky's fake my, news. My face mashed in. Is that you people were changing, <laughs> and then I started to change because my face got beat in, and then everyone can change. He's getting he mad. He's getting that's angry. How, that's how he going on the Cold War. Drago didn't take steroids. Fake news. Fake news. <laughs> That's something also that didn't make sense. Yeah, I Drago guess just he was, was a Russian. Cheat, he was a cheating Russian bastard. He was. I mean, was, it was the it was the 80s, and he was it was the 80s or yeah. 90s then. Either 80s. way, 85. Drago was a typical Russian who cheated in sports. Uh, that, that's just how it was. And if anyone's listening to us in the Soviet Union, the, the Soviet I'm, Union doesn't I'm, exist anymore. Well, doesn't exist. USSR. Yeah. I'm not. Still, that, that, that's still the that's, that's still the Soviet Union. Russia. <laughs> Russia I'm not. Well, I grew up when it was, you know, duck and cover. So, um, whatever. I love that. Are. I love that duck and cover because that yeah. wouldn't do anything. Get, get, yeah, get your get your turtle shells on, kids. Hey, we practiced it and we were safe. Yeah, we were safe, man. Hide hide under your desk of wood from the nuclear fireball that's coming at you. Is that so a safe? When you, you well, duck because, and cover, it'd be more easy for the entire building to compress down to pack you in even well, tighter. You made sure you got right to the the next person because if you were in the middle, you mm-hmm. were safe, right? Yeah, you're safe. Yeah, that's what I always plan to go. <laughs> Wait a minute, I don't want to sit the end seat. I want to sit in the middle. That way, I'm, <laughs> I got two people. That's why. I, that's how I thought back when I was five or six. All right, I got two people in front of me, but on each side of me, I'll be okay. Well, that's what I thought with tornado drills because I was like, well, you know, all the debris is going to hit you guys first, you know, because I'm in the middle. Well, you also thought Rocky Three was the best one. Rocky Three is one of the better ones because, like, you get you get Mick's death, which is if you're not crying when whoa, Mick dies, whoa, whoa, something's whoa, wrong with whoa, you. Whoa, it came whoa. out in 1983. How does people not know that by now? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you're blowing it for everybody. Hey, oh, Yeller dies too. Just something you know. Well, we know that from Stripes. Oh, okay. Hey, Nick, look at you. You guys have a shock mount. Is that new? Oh, no, I've had it forever. You guys don't see the mic a lot. Ah. Because I'm holding it. I'm You're sitting, holding it. Okay. I'm, I'm leaning back instead of having it set up over here. Well, Chris, do you have a new mic? Nope. Huh. Same one. Looks different. I got most of the mud out of it. <laughs> the clay. 
there's still there's still a good amount on there too. I don't know if you can see it, but it's on there pretty good. We do need we need an update on the uh, the whole clay. Yeah, are we still t- turntable. Are we still, are we still doing ghost? Yeah. Oh, I ha- we haven't gone yet. I, I think we have to. Yeah, it's um the the group on is purchased. It has not yet been redeemed. Mm. Oh, That's a great great <laughs> movie, by the way. So good. That's the Everly Brothers, right? Yes, it is. I just found out recently they don't like each other. Really? Or but they they're brothers. Them. But they didn't. I guess back in the seventies they had a falling out. They didn't. They don't like each other. Hmm. It was on serious radio. They were talking because they always play the Everly hmm. Brothers. And they said, you know, it's amazing that they don't like each other. But that's all they said. But didn't they also do um, Top Gun? Yeah. Um, yeah. You What's never it? close your eyes That's where anymore. My, my biggest argument in Top Gun is they should have stopped when they defeated the Russians. And they're, Tim Robbins is out there. They're all celebrating. That's when it, you know, he goes back to the, the club and he puts the quarter in the jukebox and blah 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 plays a song and happily ever after done yeah yeah i was i was done before that just you know we defeated the russians they they skedaddled mm-hmm. i I, di- I didn't need the going back to the kelly mcgillis part so i'm gonna laugh when uh jet hold on did you already get your dna test back jack you did what my dna what? test back from 23 and me yeah yeah, I'm all white. So you don't have any Russian in you at all? Because I'm going to oh. laugh because you, you were throwing some serious Russia hate today. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to laugh hate, if you were part Russian. I, I have no Russian in me. Very little very little Russian in me. Well, it's it's only fair because I grew up, you know, they terrorized my life. I mean, I grew up in fear because I had, mm-hmm. I had to worry about the uh, was it, was it red. Yeah, they worry about the Russian hockey team. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we beat them. We beat them. Scoreboard. Well, I mean, I, I I remember being scared of you know of the whole Cold War thing when I was a kid too. I'll never forget that Phil Collins music video scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Sue Sue Studio. <laughs> Actually, you got Reagan, I, the puppet two, Reagan. That, that's two podcasts in a row. We've we've <laughs> we've done Sue Sue Studio. I, I don't I don't ever remember being scared of the Russians because you know we had we had Spider we had we had Superman four which he solved you know he had world peace then that one we had Rocky solved you know so wait, I thought we were winning. You actually watched Superman four? Yeah, I was a kid, so you know. Is that <laughs> one where he rips off the cellophane S from his chest and throws it and wraps the guy up? Yep. That's the one that's the sun guy. That's the Atomic Man. I yeah, Atomic stopped, Man. I, I stopped after the uh, Richard Pryor one. That was so bad. I go, what are you doing to my Superman here? Yeah. I get, but, so, I can get Superman two where he's sulking and oh, I don't know, but I, I can't. I, I stopped at that. I don't think I ever watched Superman four. It's not good. You know which one is it with the the uh, Niagara Falls? That's Superman. That's two. That's two. two. That's the yeah, the Richard Donner cut, which is one of the best ones. I'll never forget the scene. Right. I'll never leave you again, Mr. President. Where, where, the, where the the little kid is on the other side of the railing, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, look at me, Mom. look at me." <laughs> and I I remember that as a kid. So in church, I'd let, <laughs> on, I, I, as, Superman, <laughs> as Superman, I'd let him fall. In, in church on Sundays, as a kid, I used to sit in the pew and do that, and be like, "Mom, look at me," and she's like, "Whack." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Superman ain't saving you. <laughs> Typical millennial kid. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's Zennial. Thank you very much. Well, so I, I just, wait, I just, wait, what are you? They're calling us Zennials now. Anyone, anyone born between 77 and 83, which I prefer just the Star Wars generation because yep. that's when those movies came out. That's what I'm calling mm-hmm. myself. You're, now, the, you're so. the New Hope generation. We're the New Hope generation. <laughs> oh, that, that, that didn't work out for us. No. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, oh, but you know, I remember being more scared of a rock for some reason in '91 because that's or '90, you know, because that was where like they've got Scud missiles with chemical weapons, the you know? Scuds, dude. Yes. Scud I, missiles. Oh, I forgot about Scud missiles. And I remember like asking my dad, like they're gonna come bomb us, like that Hussein guy's gonna come bomb us. He's like, that's like half the world away. There's no way they could come bomb us half the way. I'm like, oh, okay, and then I forgot about it. Scud missiles. I forgot about Scud missiles. Oh my goodness. Good times, and then we had then we had a good, good decade of somewhat peace. Yeah, <laughs> so I only, had, I only had to worry about nuclear uh, annihilation. You guys had to worry about Scud missiles. Scud missiles, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> Seems fair. Well, and now now we've got Trump. So, well, we yeah. have that. I, we still have, we, have, we have to worry about nuclear war now too. Yeah. Yeah, I guess Some, somebody tweeted out something today or put some on Facebook. It's like, you know what? If 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 North Korea launches a, a nuclear weapon, can we just go ahead and make sure George R. R. Martin says who ends up on the throne right before they hit? <laughs> like, that's all I want to know. You know him. He he's like, uh, no, no. no <laughs> take me, take, take me. A, a, you know a, damn well he's gonna die before he yeah. finishes writing that book. Probably, but it's like you know, like the missiles Bad take uh, thirteen minutes to get here. I can't, I can't. It takes me, you know, at least a good three minutes to, to tweet one word. So you can see, you can see him typing right as it is. It's, oh, the pressure. He's like pressure. sweating. It's actually too much. You know what? My parents him. put too much pressure on me to be a writer when I was a kid. You know what? Screw it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Wait, did, isn't he coming out with a book that has nothing to do with Game of Thrones? Well, he always does that. Yeah. He's, he's actually gotten – he used to do it all the time where cause it, people ask him to be the editor for anthologies, which are collections of little stories, mm. and he'd always say, okay, cool, I'll do it because he's apparently a nice guy that way. If like, a friend asks you for a favor, he won't say no. And he started having to do it. But apparently, he said, though, that he will have two books coming out in 2018, most likely. And one will be a Game of Thrones book, and the other one will be something else. We should have him on the podcast, Nick. Are you friends with him? I am not friends with him. I've met him twice. Said- so I hear he says no. He doesn't say no to his friends. I'm not his friend. Well, I've talked to him not? twice. I'm not a girl. And that's the thing. Is like you, if you ever in line to meet George R. R. Martin, have two really just attractive I, women I, next to I, you. I don't want to say. I don't want to say that's true because I've seen him at Comic Con. He is. He is wet women all over him at Comic Con. Yep. And Allegedly. I remember that because I, I had a girl. I, I had a girl dressed up as Arya right behind me and another girl right in front of me, and he gave those two girls more attention than I've seen at strip clubs. And <laughs> and he looked at me as if I had leprosy. And I'm like, okay, here you go. And I'm like, okay. I mean, I get it. I'm a guy. So, so much for having him on the podcast. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Exactly. And maybe the broadcast. He'd probably be on the broadcast. But, but I, no, hope, I think, no hope for the uh, Ramblecast. No. All right. I don't even think he'd be on the Game of Thrones podcast. I'm gonna get him on Boston's Ubercast. I'm gonna <laughs> around. Mm-hmm. Take him around town. Yeah. Hey George hey. RR, what do you think of my Sorrento? <laughs> you know, 20 years from now, people are gonna want this card. They're gonna go, I never got a Sorrento. My life is over. You know the classic Sorrento? 
<laughs> what what are the cars today that are the 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 kids today are like going like I just said, you know, the classic Mustang or Tesla. The, okay, the the classic car that people are what what is the car that people are gonna say, I never had that car? Nothing. Well, I mean, Tesla will still keep going on, most likely. Yeah. And then they'll get men, they'll improve though. Cause it's like, it, the thing is, the Teslas aren't like a great design or anything, as in artistically. It's just what they can do for you. So there's no car today that people say, I got to have. Well, there's that definitely car. cars that are cool, but they're so expensive already right now that they're only, they only make a limited series of them. And that's it. But, but that's, uh, you don't think there's a car 20 years from now, like the kids today. There's no car that are going, like, I'm regretting that I never had. Probably. I would say Audi. Audi's got a lineup of cars that are really impressive. Audi? Yeah. Yeah. Like the R8. Hmm. You're saying I'm, I'm talking about kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I the know. best the best way to invest uh, for stuff like that is whatever is popular when you were 10 years old, that's what you collect. So whatever's popular right now amongst 10 year olds, hold on to it for 20 to 30 years. So never take Nova. it out of the box and sell it. So Nova's? Novas <laughs> were pretty, pretty cool cars when I was a kid. But think about it, like think about it, like Jack. If you were eighteen years old or something like in nineteen seventy, I, I wasn't. Mean, eight, I wasn't eighteen in nineteen seventy. Okay? I'm saying if you. I said if if you were. If I was, you were. I, okay, I was eight. Yeah. Right, okay. Seventy. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm saying like I, I'm old. Every car that Chevy or uh, yeah Chevrolet made in nineteen seventy is a classic, and right. so and so I mean like and so. Kids that were 18 in 1970 are like, man, look at all. And they wanted them 30 years later. They were like, the, I, the, you know, the, the convertible Convair. I don't know about that, but yeah. Well, they, they're cool you, looking now. You look at the 442s or the, or the Chevelles or the, 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 the Pintos, GTOs. The Pintos. That's a Ford. No one wants a Pinto. Well, Pinto, you just got to drive fast so no one rear ends you. Did they make a Pinto in 1970? I think those came out I think in the late 72, 70s. 73, 74, mm. something like that. Isn't, isn't Pinto like Spanish slang for little penis? <laughs> I have no idea. Well, I don't know, but they blew up. That's all I know. If you hit yeah. the back of them, they would just explode because the gas tank was right up against the bumper. If you yeah. got rear, you get rear-ended, they would blow up. Good old Ralph Nader. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like, you know, the Nova didn't sell well in Spanish-speaking countries because Nova means no-go. Yeah. <laughs> Just little things that are funny. But I, the, the Chevy Nova, if you if you trip it out, it's a pretty nice car. Yeah, some of them are. If I mean, depending on what year they're made. And well, things. if you put, you put the right rims on it, tires and stuff like that. Uh, in Brazilian Portuguese, pinto means small penis. <laughs> that, that's, awesome. that's why i lost all that money when i went to brazil that's why there's no there's no pintos in rio yeah <laughs> look i got all these cars here it, it's a pinto small penis no no it's a pinto it's a small <laughs> penis jack it's murdered <laughs> imagine imagine going imagine going into a brazilian ford lot you know in like 1978 like I need a Pinto. Like I think you already got one. <laughs> this is the wrong dealership. You need no, no, no. I want the Pinto. Yeah, the Pinto. Wow, this podcast is taking a turn. Hey, so I, I think we should reflect. Um, actually, at this point, because we have started the, the podcast, and uh, that means that the the uh, versus oh. poll is officially closed. Oh yeah. Well, and Chris is actually excited about this one. Did I, I am. I came in second. <laughs> All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not, a, not officially. Let's, let's look Hold at on. the final. 
Let's look at the final tallies. Oh, wait, if I vote real quick. If did I get, tie, did I get any votes? Shut up. <laughs> All right. For people playing at home, it was the, the favorite Netflix original series. Uh, uh, Nick picked Stranger Things. Chris picked uh, Daredevil. I picked House of Cards. And Jay picked Master of None. And first place with a lot of votes. You had 146 people voted for Stranger Things. So, Nick, you won. Congratulations, Nick. Second place, which was in last place for the longest time, which shocked, I'll be honest with you, shocked me. Daredevil finished one vote ahead of House of Cards. Yeah, buddy. And House of Cards, even though Jay tried to probably cheat somehow because he was down like four votes earlier, but he still falls one vote short. Uh, House of Cards third and Master of None finishes. I can't believe Master of None finished that high. Yeah. Uh, With all all the great shows on. I mean, I like the first season of I haven't seen the second season. It's a good show, but nowhere in the top three of these shows. So it's the first time Jay's finished fourth. Yeah. So he, he tried to cheat. I'm sure, but he didn't because he's not here to defend himself. Uh, but- so Jay not winning, Jay not present. Coincidence? Mm-hmm. I, think I think not. So Nick, what—that's your second win. No, I've won many times. What? Wait, what do you won many times? You had I won, I, I won with cheese, and yeah. then maybe it is my second win, second or third. I know Jay was bragging last week about winning them all. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Second. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'll just—I'll just say second. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, Chris. Chris, you've never won, but you finished in second for the second time because you finished in second with bacon. That's right. And I didn't finish in last, which is nice. <laughs> but uh, Jay finished in last. It was it was like over. I I even waited till we posted the podcast. Yeah, and still, like I think with like ten minutes of it up, Stranger Thing had like eighty votes. Yeah. And I still try to point out to people, I go, what if it's terrible in the second? What if the season coming up is just terrible? I hope it's not because the first season is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to knock Stranger Things. But what if it's just garbage? Are you still going to vote for Stranger Things as number one? Well, did you guys read that post today about it? That uh, the producers or writers or whatever Stranger Things have already, I don't know if it's finalized yet, but they said they want to end it after four seasons. So they already have an eye, an arc of what they're wanting to well, do for the how four old seasons. Are these ki- how old are these kids going to be? I think at that point, Jay could actually have a crush on 11 and be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're all like 10, she'll 10 or like 11 30, now. So She'll be like 35. <laughs> but you do, risk, you do risk that point where these kids get too old and they're, they're no longer. Yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want to be 25 playing a, 15 year old right which a lot of kids do because you look at the new spider-man movie you had a 27 year old girl playing a 16 year old and a 25 year old guy playing a 16 year old guy so. well that ha- that happened in uh friday night lights too mm-hmm. you had people that were you know these these you know they're supposed to be teenagers but they're like 30 years old yeah it's like uh, when they made varsity blues like all the football players were semi-pros <laughs> you're like <laughs> you're a little big for a high school kid well <laughs> steroids well, if they do that with Stranger Things, then it won't be as unnatural for Dre, uh, for Dre, for Jay to have a crush on uh, Eleven. Didn't I say that already? Oh, I missed that part. Okay. I said it is. It is funny how I, like, I said that like five minutes ago. That's it. Damn it! It is funny how like you look at like like Emma, like Emma Watson. You know when um, when the very first Harry Potter came out. You know Chris and I were twenty years old, and she was probably ten. And, you know, and you're like, 
you don't think anything about it. Like she's just a kid. And then now it's been almost 20 years they later. Are. And you're like, you sit there watching and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, her has gotten hot. You know, <laughs> she's older than me. Yeah. But well, you know, it's just, funny. Not that this this is a, an age story, not not a sexual story. <laughs> preface this one. Um, so, Ralph Macchio <laughs> is like, now he, is now older than Pat Morita was during the filming of Karate Kid. Wow, he's older than me, isn't he? Might be. I'm 55. How old is he? I Dude. think he. Let's find out. Oh no, I think he, well, he's probably a, a few Wait. years younger. Jack. Come on, you can't give me that, Nick. Oh, okay, oh no, there's no way he's as wait, old as you. Wait, hold on a second. Jack, how old are you? 55. What was your birthday? 8-11-1962. You are three months older than him. Two months, three oh, months older than him. Wow, on, man. Ralph Macchio, born November 4th, 1961. He's one, he's one of those jerks that really doesn't age. Yeah. Like Rob Lowe and, and John Stamos. Yep. I hate those guys. But you're you're talking about you know older you know I watched Friday Night Lights ago that Malika Kelly she's she, she's pretty attractive. I go wait oh, she's pretty like pretty attractive. High, she's, she's a smoke show. Well, I'm like oh, she's like a high school girl. Then found out she's like in her late twenties. I go okay now I don't feel so dirty. <laughs> okay now I don't feel so bad because you know she's playing a teenager but she's really like older than me so I don't feel so bad. Well, it's funny because like you know like you look at like Heather Locklear. I mean she was in Swamp Thing in like what 1980. And then, you know, when by the time she like Melrose Place and all these other shows that came out later, you're like, dang, you're still good looking. Or even Bo Derek, you know, you look at uh, like in 10, how good looking she is there. And then when, it, when um, Tommy Boy came out 15 years later, she's still getting out of the pool and she's like 50 years old. And you're like, holy cow, like she's still smoking at 50. Mm-hmm. Genetics. So, yeah. You know who is amazing? Um, I can't think of her name right now. Elizabeth Hurley. Oh yeah, she's yeah. always been hot. But she's in her fifties now, and there was a, there was one of those posts that pop up like either from the Chive or one of those men's related websites, and it was like a photo reel of of her like on the beach on a vacation, and she's like nearing sixty, and you're like, what? She's how like 52, 53, or I think something. Oh, like that. Okay, nearing fifty five. She's, on, she's, like, on, she's on my she's on my like you know the friends list the way they had the five. She's on, she's on my list. So if she ever comes on the podcast, I can Jack's talk, like, say, stop talking about her. She's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I can say, you know, Elizabeth, you're on my list. Boston yeah. hands off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is amazing that she's, you know, go, well, that's where I got in trouble years ago. Where, you know, where This is like 10 years ago. We're talking about when you made the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, my wife has a list that just never, I go, wait, you're only allowed five. Yeah. You realize you're only allowed five. And she keeps saying, I go, I just, you just keep adding to it. But anyway, we were talking about Christy Brinkley. And my wife goes, well, we're the same, you know, basically the same age. I go, or she's older than her. I go, well, she doesn't look that old. <laughs> oh. and, I, and I went, and right when I said it, I went. And my wife is looks younger than I do. But I was like, it was one of those things where I went, oh, I could take back that. If I could take back that. And to this day, I still take heat for that because, but to be fair, I mean, Christy Brinkley doesn't look as old as she's her age. She doesn't look right. her age. Yeah. So I, I no, I still didn't win that one. It was, it was, it was a loser. So yeah. C- Cindy has had this uh, a voodoo doll of Jack that Jack doesn't <laughs> know about, and she's been sticking 
pins right where Jack's bulging disc is right now. <laughs> so it's actually all coming to fruition. Well, that that would explain it because, uh, yeah, the pain is. <laughs> like, ah! Remember when you said Chrissy Brinkley looked younger than me? Ah! I said, well, to be fair, she's probably photoshopped everywhere. So we're just seeing what they want us to see. But yeah, it's funny because even like Cindy Crawford, like I remember having that famous poster of Cindy Crawford when she's wearing the American flag, I think bikini or one piece swimsuit. And I remember like, and that was like 88 when that was taken. And uh, you look at her today, she's still. And she's got a daughter that's like 15 or 16 now. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. It's just crazy. It's just crazy how you get older. It's, it's It goes back to the whole car thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Am I right? You, you, got, you want you want what you had, wanted when you were a kid, right? You, can't, <laughs> it, it, you still can't have it. <laughs> anyway, I know my dad called me today, like near my lunch break, and uh, he was so happy. He goes, "I bought a reel to reel." I was like, "Why? Why?" <laughs> yeah, it's because it's something he wanted since he was a kid. He always wanted a reel to reel. Do you have a projector? Uh, he means like for a stereo. Oh, okay. And uh, well, like, yeah. I just showed my age. Yeah, it's a four-track reel-to-reel. And I was like, why? And he's like, is it something you always wanted? He's like, yeah, I just always wanted one. I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, like, you, well, you, you couldn't give him any, you know, all right, Dad, that's cool. No, I mean, I did. I was happy for him, you know, that he got something he's always wanted. You know, it's kind of like people who want the uh, the ham radios, you know, or something. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Like the ham radio. You, bet, you might want to explain that one to people out there. Oh, Chris, you know what a ham radio is, don't you? Oh, oh, yeah. no, I, I know Chris knows, but I'm, I'm sure Cam doesn't. Uh, he's too busy bashing us on the music. It's just, a, it's just, a, it's a, it's just a short, it's a shortwave radio for uh, local. Um, it's how you could talk to people. Yeah, I, think I, I think I made one in high school, like in science class. It's, it's where you could talk to people in different states, right? Yeah, for free. For free. Like, oh, if you what's the movie that came out with um, a wavelength? Yeah, that's what he's. Um, Convoy. Convoy. With Chris Christopherson and uh, oh, that too. But I'm talking about the one with um, I, I Dennis Dennis Quaid. Yeah, yeah, well, he's got one. And he goes back. He's back in time. Yeah, he goes back in time. Yeah, and they and the guy invests in Yahoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, probably Amazon would have been a better choice. I think didn't Yahoo just go into business? No, they got no. sold. But Verizon yeah, bought them. Amazon uh, Amazon would have been a better choice. What's, what's our buddy going to do for work? Um, I think he's being absorbed. Yeah. Who's our, who's our buddy? Chris Colt. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I did not hey, know that. So I just noticed, um, I, I guess I haven't looked at it in a couple of days. But we have some responses uh, to our, our latest post of our last episode on f- the Facebook page. Really? And um, you guys came to a to, um, couple of responses that came to about um, ball powder. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a couple of things that popped up that reminded me. I remember last episode, I attempted to correct somebody by referring to them as letter carriers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and looks like Dennis, thank you, Dennis for uh, backing me up. It actually is letter carrier, but most people actually call it mail carrier because they cover carry more than letters nowadays. The only reason I know that is like my, my grandfather is actually a, or may he rest in peace was a retired letter carrier. And I actually have his letter carrier wool jacket from like 19, 50 something really yeah um yeah his, I, I, old, le- his old leather uh because they used to have an old leather like satchel to carry yeah. the mail uh mm-hmm. didn't have that but it's just it's an old you know u.s government issued um 
like this beautiful like wool jacket uh that he wore on it because then they walked their entire route mm-hmm. um and it could show because when i tried that thing on i almost split it like tommy boy um that guy and a little, little coat um but uh yeah it's cool so it's a little memento i have of my that's grandfather very, that's very cool yeah and then uh sherry was commenting about the ball powder she got a little confused <laughs> yeah, <I know>. um, <laughs> yeah so gold bond uh is per the usage in which we were describing last episode is absolutely for the front or the back it gets yeah. the same job done so nick you met you got you commented it gets, it works kind of like baby powder to absorb the uh Sweat. moisture moisture yeah. It's interesting how many people kind of latched onto that. Like, what's Gold Bond? <laughs> yeah. And then, Jack, um, you got to learn how to post links to the, <laughs> to the Amazon store. Here, you can buy it here. Well, Page not found. I, I, <laughs> I, you I, can't. I, well, I, did, didn't, I joke, didn't I joke about it? You, you did. did. You did. It was just funny because like, it was I, I instantly. Keep, I, went, I keep, remember, I you can buy it here on Amazon, the link. Page not found. Next post. LOL. Maybe you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I keep forgetting it's undercase, lowercase, and I, I I think I said on the thing I said, I'm worried about the grammar Nazis if I don't uppercase the Jack, the J and Jack, and the and the J and J, will the grammar Nazis be will attack me? Which they would. Fake news. Fake news. Hey, what are you doing? But you know, it's but it's, if you want to do it, it's lowercase all the way through J and Jack, and I I keep forgetting. So sue me, but I keep forgetting. Okay, and then are we done with the comments, Chris? Uh, I think so. I just I just did a quick scan through them all. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean now I remember what we we're talking about before we hit record. Like, yeah, and then uh, I went before to the we show. Hit record that was two hours. Okay. I know. But I mean, because like, I was talking about that movie, I forgot to talk about. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, yeah. So this Saturday, my sister texts me, and it's a movie that I've been considering watching anyway. But she was like, "Hey, I just saw this movie called Wind River. You need to go watch it." And I like independent movies, so I was like, "Okay," even though it's not really an independent. Is that when a when a river runs through it? No, a totally different kind of movie. Okay, I like the well, the river on, river runs through is a great movie though. It is a great movie. Um, so Wind River, it's um, it's with Jeremy Renner who plays Hawkeye. If anyone doesn't know who he is, Hawkeye. From, uh, from, no, the other Hawkeye from uh, the, the Avengers. 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 Okay, right. and it also stars the Olsen girl who plays Scarlet Witch from uh, the Avengers. Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. Um, but it's not in any way an action film. It's like, I was actually surprised, but um, I mean, I didn't know anything about it going into it, really. It's a mystery movie. And so basically, Jeremy Renner's character is a wildlife a manager type guy who just, uh, he's in charge, not in charge, but he oversees this Native American reservation in Wyoming. And he comes up, uh, I'm not going to spoil anyone, but it's very, a heavy movie. I mean, it's a roller coaster of emotions at the end. Uh, but uh, he basically comes across a body early in the film and, uh, Elizabeth Olsen is an FBI agent and she asks him to help her track and try to understand how the body got to where it was and, and unsolve the mystery. And that's like the first three fourths of the movie. And then the last third is just how the murder happened, who did it and what's the outcome. And that last third is like, get ready to to have a heart attack of just, of just I mean, I haven't felt that much pressure in my chest of like holding my breath and like you go through it because you see the murder happen. Like it's a flashback. And so it's, it's like you see this and you already know the person's going to die. But it's that human emotion of not wanting them to die. And then, 
what's this on? Is it Netflix, Hulu? No, no, or? it's it's on at the theater right now. Oh, it's at theaters right now. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then after you see the murder, it cuts back to where they're at in the movie, and then things explode, and then it's just the everything that happens, and then like you know with the families of the victims, and it's just I mean it's it, you go from suspense to mad to sad to like grateful, and it's just like holy cow at the end. And uh, I told my sisters like I really liked it, but I can't I can never watch that again. Like I just I can't put myself through it again. Really? It's got an eighty-seven on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. What kind of awards do you see in its future? Uh, I don't know if it'll get any awards really. Um, it's it's but it's it is. I recommend it though for sure. If you like those kind of movies to where it's not a, it's not a uh you know a blockbuster or an action. It's just holy cow. And even Jeremy Renner said Jeremy said Jeremy Renner said he wished he could make a movie like this every time because he wow. really enjoyed making it. Hmm. But uh, that, I sounds mean, like a, sounds like a movie I'd like. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's it's yeah, and I think uh, you'd like it too because it, it's not a western, but it definitely has that western kind of feel to it, Jack. All right, and a, and a justice kind of feel to it. You know, like it's it's the rugged west of like law ain't around here. You just can't have to. When, you know, men, when men were men, where men were men. Yeah, it's. Right. Uh, I liked it. I mean, I, like I said, like, I don't think I could watch it again, but it's it's definitely worth a watch. I've never even heard of it, but I'll check it out. Um, you know, you mentioned Wyoming, and we forgot to talk about it. So, what did you guys do for the eclipse? Oh, I had to work, but uh, I watched the NASA feed on my computer. Sadly, but it's still cool. I was a jack wagon. And I looked up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I gotta be honest. I did look up for a quick second. So and both go, of you guys I, are Trump. Okay. I go, well, I didn't stare at it. I, I said, okay, I see it. But then I took a photo of it. And I, I have it on my phone. A couple pictures of it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like one of those things where I, I think we talked about it yesterday before we recorded uh, Game of Thrones. Like, I saw a man land on the moon. I've seen the eclipse before. It wasn't that big a deal to me. I wasn't going to drive all over town. I guess we here was 93%. Yeah. I just, it wasn't that. I just wasn't like, but it, like, it was literally a ghost town. I mean, there was nobody in the rink after oh, two yeah. o'clock. Yeah, somebody, a friend of mine, took a picture of uh, their Apple Maps, um, the minute of the totality, and how there was no traffic at all in Nashville because no one was, you know, no one was driving. They were all out to see it, and that's cool. Yeah, Chris, you were. Uh... Um, I was unpacking the car from the concert, and it was. I looked up for a split second. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I walk inside. Well, uh, up here in the Northeast, we had um, we we were it was nowhere near as significant as it was uh, further south and over in you know the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Um. It it was funny though. So one of my coworkers posted like uh, when you know how you post on Facebook, it has like the uh, the background of a, like a different color and the, the block letters. You can actually make your post mm-hmm. jump out like that way. It's like I haven't even seen the uh, eclipse yet, and I'm already sick of all your pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you sent a, you sent us an inter- interesting picture on. Uh, <laughs> I, I, oh. I go, I go. Yeah, I could I could have gone a lifetime without seeing that eclipse. <laughs> in, in fairness, that was not me. Um, <laughs> well, that's that was our biggest fear. <laughs> I said, "Whoa!" I, I didn't need to see that either. I don't know if I could podcast with him now. <laughs> um. I guess I, I can I can paint the picture. It, it was a bright light in this video that I had sent over to them, and um, let's just <laughs> let's just say that the the bright light was eclipsed by um, 
Gold the bond. Sack. Gold bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the gold bond eclipse. <laughs> I did laugh. I did laugh though. I said, "Oh my god." Um, okay. Yeah, my my buddy sent that to me, and I, I I laughed out loud for a good ten minutes. I couldn't help but uh, said, that was the best part of the eclipse. Share I had. that. So, uh, <laughs> so I hope everyone enjoyed the eclipse that got because there was people like like you know Jim went to Jackson Jackson Hole Wyoming. Jackson Hole yeah Wyoming it's just a good I place to go anyway yeah well I guess so yeah oh you never been to Jackson Hole you need to go I've never it's, been to Wyoming oh man yeah I mean the eastern part of Wyoming is nothing it's just prairie land like Kansas or anything else but and yeah the, and, and did you just describe Wyoming no like once you get over the I'm continental kidding, divide I'm oh. kidding I'm kidding. Okay. I, I don't want people from. I don't want the three people that listen to us in Wyoming getting mad at us. I already got the. I already got the Russians mad at me. I don't need. <laughs> no, I, I actually. No, correction. This just in. Now the two people in Wyoming listening to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I. Wyoming is a place. I, I. Wyoming, Montana. I would love to visit those places because it's you know it's 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 still on you know it's just, it's on it's not destroyed by humans haven't destroyed it yet certain parts of it you know we need to get to a certain point of sponsorship slash patron level that they we can fund like a ramble cast on the road yeah and mm-hmm. just travels all these places i think it'd be a lot of fun i try i tried to get that when we was married man to go to australia Ugh. we had a, we had a lot of listeners there and i said let's go to australia jay you can go swimming we'll put you a little meat suit on you and you can go swimming and there well, you go. what was it like was it i know it was one of you guys it was like you know you should do a road trip with cliff and just podcast the crap out of that. The thing is, though, is that Cliff, you never know when you're going to get a good Cliff story out of Cliff. And so exactly. he would just start. Yeah, and that's the thing is because you'd have to have it recording the entire time and then edit it to like actual episodes. You, you know? go through like five states where he only stops for food while you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like, I need to go to the bathroom, Cliff. Like, I, oh, I, I, went, I went like I 10 went. Yeah. Like, uh, I stopped in Montana. Yeah, it's true. You you got to make it to uh, you got to make it to North Dakota or wherever. Like you missed it. They had those Dyson hand dryers. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Dipped my nuts in them. The toilet. It was like a whole eclipse. It was perfect. <laughs> I bought you some gold bond. You should be good. Yeah. yeah. No, Cliff wouldn't buy that. Yeah, he would buy it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe those machines, the little quarter things inside the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, the novelty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those things you go, mom. What is that? Or dad? What is that? I remember, like, God, like, I think every kid in the world, like, you don't see them much anymore, but you're fascinated by them when you go into them. You're like, why do they have like a little machine here with a bunch of knobs that you can buy like these colorful things out of, and you don't know, you have no clue what they are. Yeah. Mom, what's a French tickler? Exactly. I, I just know <laughs> that there's beads around this thing. It looks like a sock, but it's not a sock. Are they making lots of? <laughs> my thing was, do they make lots of money at it? I was always up the money thing angle from it. <laughs> My dad would just go to the bathroom. Let's get out of here. Because <laughs> the first time I ever went, uh, I used to. My dad used to do. Uh, he owned a, his own business, and they he a lot of the hotels in San Diego. He would clean their their. Uh, it was a dry cleaners type store, but he would do their blankets and their stuff like that. With U.S. Grant Hotel, I had to go to the bathroom, and I went in to go to the bathroom. I came. Wait, back did your dad work at the Breaking Bad meth factory? He did not. Oh, but he uh, he could have. I don't know. Anyway, so he, uh, I went into the bathroom. I came back out. I go, well, they want a dime for the toilet. He goes, climb underneath it. So I climbed underneath the toilet and used it for free. Yeah. It was the first time I ever saw a bathroom where you had to put a, you had to put a coin in to get the, into the bathroom. 
Hmm. This is downtown San Diego, and the hotel's still there. So um, anyway, so that's, I climbed underneath the, I just went underneath the bathroom, and I thought I was breaking the law. You were. I was. I mean, my dad said, it's okay, you're a kid. Yeah, that's true. Dad wouldn't pony up a dime so I could go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny, like, things, how time passes and things that were okay, acceptable when you were a kid are just totally not acceptable now. Because I mean, I remember dad giving me, you know, like 75 cents and going into... 75 cents? Were you rich? Yeah, well, no, I mean, like, going and buying a pack of cigarettes out of a vending machine oh, for dad, yeah, yeah. you know, and like you, and that was no big deal to me. Like, oh, you just put the quarters in, pull the knob out, you know, and a pack yep. of cigarettes come out, and you go give them to your dad. But, like, now, like, God, can you imagine if a kid did that today? People would be like, oh, my God, you, right. you know, it's just... My like, mom but, used to send me down to the store to buy bread, and it was a, quite a walk on a busy street when I was eight. I could, I had to be eight before I could walk to the store by myself. That was a big deal, walk... I wouldn't let my kids walk to the store when they're 14, 15 by themselves. No. And it's just a different time. Like, well, my mom didn't like me. So maybe that's part <laughs> of the thing. But I, I would walk to the store with the money to buy the bread, buy the bread, make sure I got the change back, and walk all the way back to the store. And it's just like, there's no way I'd let my kids do that now. But that was okay so back you were then. literally the kid from the cartoon on, um, was it Sesame Street? Or was it Pinwheel? I can't remember. Got to go to the store, get a gallon of milk, Loaf of bread, stick of butter. <laughs> that, that, that's uh, that has to be Sesame Street because I never saw pinwheel. Oh, yeah, one of those like shows. It. But I do remember that. No, I, I man, I, I better bring back the change too. <laughs> don't put that. Don't put that penny into the uh, gumball machine because that's what it was back then. <laughs> if, if it was, if it was forty six cents for the for the bread, I better bring back four cents, or I'd be in trouble. Yeah, and then like uh. I remember in the eighties, you know, my grandparents, you know, they always had those big banana wagon cars, you know, and yep. uh, I remember theirs was like a, I don't know, early eighties Lincoln continental, you know, and kids, you didn't, have to have, continental. you didn't have to have like, you know, uh, car seats or seat belts or anything no. like that, you know, and like I, you know, being in your grandparents, you always had the AC on in the car, but I'd get in the back glass, back windshield area above the seat because that's where the sun would come in and keep you warm. And so you'd lay back there in that back glass. And then, you know, if they hit the brakes hard enough, you'd fly forward into the back <laughs> seats. And that was just good old fun. Well, well I, I, I remember now your grandparents get arrested. Yeah. yeah. I remember laying across my parents' laps in the, in the, the, the bench seat that was the front seat of the car. I got yeah. a long trip, but we, I would literally have like my, my feet on my dad's lap while he was driving my head on my mom's lap. While she was in the passenger. Seat. And that was, perfectly acceptable i t told the story a hundred times but we had a, a station wagon that had the little bench seats in the back and the window would crack down we're driving through texas and no air conditioning and you know we're all in our underwear well i'm in my underwear i was six and we had newspaper and i was taking the newspaper out and throwing it out the out the uh, window <laughs> and so the car came up started screaming at my dad my dad just looked at me i go what i can still remember i just like <laughs> Well, and getting an ass whooping when I got because <laughs> you know I was I was because I was throwing paper into this car I was hitting their windshields and, and sticking yeah but it was cool the way it was flying through the air but I, <laughs> I, I'll, I I'll never, I'll never I, I was six so I'll never forget watching um V the original oh the original mm -hmm. kid and there's a scene where there's uh, these kids whose parents 
were taken over by the aliens. And that was more like they came out their chest and like glopped onto their eyes and they just transferred over into that body. Yeah. Or these kids who's they're like on a road trip and they're in the backseat of like a station wagon and they write down on a piece of paper, help me. <laughs> um, I did that once. Oh, and wow. my mother lost it on me. She pulled over tears streaming down her face crying like you wouldn't even believe like I, I don't know it struck a chord where she thought she was a terrible parent for a second um no mom i was just being a terrible kid sorry we used to when, uh like with driving around like our little league team would go to certain things or you know just with other friends we'd go you see someone driving you go you mouth you have a flat tire you have a flat tire and they'd pull over you <laughs> you just laugh that was that was funny you know? Damn kids. Yeah. <laughs> they pull over. You go like, yes, we got them. <laughs> or you get them. You get the, the guys in the trucks to pull their their air. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. That was that was great time. Honk your horn. Now they just <laughs> shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different time. It's a rougher time. To... Anyway, uh, is are we done? Are we, have we talked enough? Yeah, we're done. Have we, we rambled yeah. on enough? Yeah. yeah. It's funny. We didn't, we didn't even need Jay. No. Who's Jay? Jay. Jay's in uh, Charlotte. <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, if you like this podcast and other podcasts like this, you can support this podcast by joining, becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash Jack, or go to jayandjack.com, become a patron, or you can give us a, a review on iTunes, right, Nick? Oh, yeah. I love the good reviews on iTunes. Yeah, or you can just become, you can just tell a friend. If you have a friend out there, say, hey, I listen to these guys ramble on about the Beach Boys, and okay, they did talk about John Mayer, but that's okay. We can move past that. But they talk about all kinds of stuff. They don't even really it's, ball sweat, ball sweat. It, <laughs> it's simply a ramble cast, and they just ramble. And yeah, sure, one guy might say that Rocky Three was the best of the seven Rocky movies. Rocky Three is the best of Rocky movies. Okay. You never said which one was your you favorite. You guys' favorites. Oh, Rocky, uh, Rocky One. Rocky one, you Boston. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the original. All right, yeah, Rocky one. I mean, Rocky two is good. I mean, I like them all, but come on, Rocky three. I like Rocky three. It's it's a it, like I said. You're not gonna. F I, I if it's on, I'm gonna watch it. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, anyway, so also you can go to Amazon.com, jandjack.com slash Amazon, and if you if if you if you're shopping on Amazon anyway. You can buy all the Rocky movies. I think they have the whole set. Yeah. And you can collection. Buy, collection. You just go on jandjack.com slash Amazon and say, you know what? I want to see what Nick's talking about, Rocky Three. Mm -hmm. I like Mr. T. He was great on Dancing with the Stars. And it, the A team and all this different stuff. And I gotta see what Jack's talking about. The shorts not matching up. Yeah, I'm gonna go buy that on Amazon.com. So anyway, that's how you can help support this show. And that's basically all I have. Yeah, it? let's call it a night. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, thanks for doing what you guys do. And that's all we got. Hasta luego. And goodbye. See you. Bye.